it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. This is the sister, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major feds as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stagg of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Bill DeMott, and if you think you're tough enough, you'll listen to In the Room with Brady Hicks. And if you're not tough enough, <laughs> you'll listen to the Strowing Kathy. But I'm here to tell you, Hugh Morris says so, Bill DeMott says so, and if you have to answer the general election, he says so. <laughs> In the Room with Brady Hicks, you better be listening. Gentlemen, welcome back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network, VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here, and I am so excited to be back once again. It is truly the highlight of the week, and uh, no, I haven't been hit in the head. I'm just excited. You know, it's always a good time to uh, to talk with all of you guys. As, uh, as Bill DeMott would say, Kathy, <laughs> it's a great time. What's going on, Kathy? You got, you got that last hand really well, don't you, Brady? Uh, Also joining us, Papa Stro Maestro. How you doing, sir? Oh, great to be here. I just had my Subway protein bowl. Nice. uh, Gold Peak Diet diet Tea. Memory to rock. Uh, I saw you had a big old jug of uh, the tea there going. Oh, it's the best. I love it. Yeah. Oh, you missed your tea. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know about my mama? <laughs> uh, also joining us, uh, Maniac Matt Grimm. He's uh, he's going to be protecting our holes tonight. What's going on, Matt? How you doing? <laughs> I'm I've got to tell you, every time that that has gotten brought up to me today, I have really had to struggle to control my laughter. Like in front of people at work, like like so they don't just see me laughing like a psychopath for no reason. Like, but it's that stupid, my whole scream in my head that I just can't stop hearing. It's the most incredible uh, now, thing she's ever done in her career. 
Now, granted, like, I don't do the same thing that you and Ray happen to do for a living, but is that a common topic of discussion, Ray, uh, uh, protecting your hole? I got to tell you, um, in the many, many years that I have done done my, the job that, that Matt and I both do, uh, the answer is no. That has <laughs> absolutely never, under any circumstances, not even in casual conversation, come up. I, I saw that, um, Matt, I, I saw that Mick Foley actually said it could be the new Austin 316. I do smell a T-shirt. Um, if they're willing to go that route, uh, whether or not they actually do, uh, probably, I'm going to guess they're not. But, uh, this is, this is lightning in a bottle. Oh, my God. Why would they cut that out? It, 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 it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yes, it is the greatest response to pain ever. <laughs> that sounds like a hole didn't get protected. Well, that, that, that was the one. I then there's this one. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the funniest the thing, is, thing in the world. Every single one of those screams sounds like a cat dying. <laughs> like when you're unfortunate. Yes, like when you're unfortunate enough to like, when you're unfortunate enough to like see an animal get hit by a car, that's the sound you hear. <laughs> what like a cat oh. fight outside in the middle of the winter? Yes, you know. Yes. <laughs> no, that's different. <laughs> that's Sasha Banks. That's not Naya. That's Sasha. Uh, uh, Nine one four three eight eighteen eighty five. Actually, uh, this is the one. This is it right here. This is this is the. That's the, that's the special sauce right there. <laughs> Thank you for oh, um, so ridiculous. <laughs> that was Matt who encouraged me to isolate that, by the way. And uh, so, in the, in the words of Kelly, in the words of Chip Kelly, we're go, we're going to go with that uh, early and often, as they say. So. Uh, Oh yeah. Nine one four three three eight. Eighteen eighty five. You know, it's it's um it's funny. It, it is funny to me uh, because wrestling for the last I'm gonna say year has just been an absolute chore. Like an absolute like like it, it for the first time in my life as a wrestling journalist. You know, it it felt like work to watch wrestling. And um, last night was actually an enjoyable show for me. It was too long, but I enjoyed almost every angle that they did on the show. I actually thought it was a very good show from top to bottom. They, they focused on the wrestling. It wasn't too much with the vignettes, and I, I, I was on board with it. I really was, Ray. I was, too. You know, it's one of those things where, where you know, you have to find a balance between – giving time to get people into a spot where they can get over and they can develop as compelling people and compelling characters through the vignettes and having them do the actual wrestling, which is, uh, I'm going to say it's at least sort of important. And it was nice to see that pendulum swing back. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't, Assuming they continue to progress from this point, we're going to look back at this jump. We're going to look back at this juncture in this date and say that the show wasn't in and of itself anything special, but it was definitely refreshing to see. 
You know, I was like in Australia, man. If everything they did, well, I worked well, that's different. That's, that's a different feeling. That's not right. a question. That's more of a jolt, uh, so to speak. A DP, if you will. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that came from Charlie Caruso. That wasn't me. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So... Um, no, don't be sorry. Just don't do it again. Um, <laughs> Wrong thing to say, Ray. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I liked it. I, I, uh, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, it was too long. But I mean, we've been coming on the show how many years now and saying raw is too long. <laughs> that a 90 yeah. minute raw is really about what you want, and anything beyond that, you know, based on what they have shown, they are willing to do. You're just stretching it. You know, but no, I, it was overall, I thought it was an enjoyable show. You know, there's some things I didn't get, you know, I don't, I didn't get why we needed Shane, Shane McMahon to return. I didn't. Yeah. 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 I mean, I didn't, I didn't understand that, but like, if that's, I don't know, like he's clearly not going to wrestle anymore. So, um, he can't, he can't get in that. He's decrepit. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I guess as long as like as long as he's not like part of a match or something, you know, uh, I wouldn't have done it. But if that's like if that's your complaint, then you he'll be jumping off the Thunderdome. Now, see, I I still am sad that he did not uh, do the coast to coast from Titan Towers <laughs> to the next skyscraper. <laughs> that would have been. Like he just zip lined across and hit someone. That would have been Yeah. That would have been delightful. But we you know, we, we missed that opportunity. No, overall I thought it was a nice show. I thought they actually did good jobs with some things that we were worried about last night, in particular uh, what they're gonna do with Edge. I thought it was well handled, at least for how they're setting this up to build. And you know, it again, you know, you and I both keep saying this, so I'm sure we'll say it several more times. Three hours a bit long. But it, it was a solid show, and it, if you managed to fast forward through some of it, you, you even felt like it was worth your investment. Oh, sure. And you got to fast forward through a little bit of it for sure. Uh, Matt, I don't know how you felt about it. Uh, I, obviously, you're, uh, you tend to be a little more critical of them than I am, which is fine. I mean, certainly everybody has their own opinion of it, but um, I felt like it did exactly what they needed to do in terms of setting up Elimination Chamber and kind of moving forward as we actually get into WrestleMania season. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it did that. Um, I still look, if I had my druthers, I, there would be no pay-per-view between the Royal rumble and WrestleMania at all. And you would just build it on Monday nights and Friday nights and leave it at that. And I also think I would also put WrestleMania back in March and get it out of April. Um, but I, I don't I, like Elimination Chamber. Always feels like a weird pay per view to me because I mean I I think the concept behind the match itself is is fine. I don't have any issue with that. It's just like after the Royal Rumble, like well, what's the motivation to even tease that somebody else is going to win the title in this Elimination Chamber match and derail your or, or is maybe it's they just see it as an emergency off-ramp if the WrestleMania main event isn't coming together the way they want it to. Um, 
I just um, thought that February is an odd place to put that match. It is. I, I agree. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, where I thought Elimination Chamber worked well um, was when you needed to establish your main event for your other show. You know what I mean? So you've got a right. Royal Rumble winner, and obviously you've got it kind of formula- formulaically programmed so that the winner is going to challenge the guy that he chooses to challenge, and the girl as well. And um, by doing an Elimination Chamber match for, like, a number one contender on the other one, um, that always made a little bit of sense to me. But otherwise, you're basically you're promoting a match that you're saying is so intense it can't even go on WrestleMania. So you're going to do it before WrestleMania. And like, I, I, I kind of understand what you're saying as far as like, like Drew's going to defend that belt against six guys and more on that in one second. Cause I definitely have some thoughts on that. Um, but after he defends the belt against the top six challengers in theory, where does he have to go for the biggest show of the year? So I do get, that. did you guys go ahead? Did you guys, did you guys see the, uh, the little uh, segment that uh, Paul Heyman had with the Bianca Belair, where he talks about how Edge was copying her, and ends up calling him a schmuck before he could start <laughs> yeah. talking about. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> that was, that was funny. Good. That was good. You know, he put over Bianca. I, I tend, yeah. Who, who yeah. does Um, I tend to agree with Matt on this that Elimination Chamber always seemed odd to me. And I think the reason that it seemed odd is to me, Elimination Chamber isn't a pay-per-view, it's a match. And you know, a couple of years ago, and I say a couple of years ago, you know, we're all getting old on this show now. Uh, so this this might this might have been four or five years ago at this point. There was a six pack match at WrestleMania for the United States title. Um it was a fairly, it was a fairly like loaded, loaded uh, match, if I remember correctly. And to me, if you're willing to do that for a mid card title at at Mania, then Elimination Chamber can be a WrestleMania match. And if it's if you're if you're really hell bent on it not being a WrestleMania match for whatever reason, you know either you just really don't want it there because you think it might overshadow you know some one-on-one event, or you you know just logistically it just won't work. To me, Elimination Chamber that's like a June pay-per-view because that that's that would kind of be like a nice intense thing between WrestleMania and then the doldrums we get until the build up for SummerSlam. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, <laughs> Kathy, you want to hear my thoughts for what's actually going to happen at the Elimination Chamber? I know you do. Sure. <laughs> How did I know? Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I saw really that they set it. up. Uh, you're, you're talking... You're talking about the United States title. Joe, I think you're going to like this. I, I know Derek will if he comes on later. So you're talking about the United States title, and I noticed that they set up a triple threat match at Elimination Chamber. Uh, it's uh, Matt Riddle and um, um, the, 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 the Tracy Morgan guy. Um, what's his name? Um, Keith Lee. 
Keith Lee, thank you. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, my God. Tracy Matt Morgan Riddle, guy? Lee, and uh, <laughs> he looks like Tracy Morgan. <laughs> and, oh, my um, <laughs> God. And, um, Brady, and, they're going to make you sell your PWI team. <laughs> and Bobby Lashley. And so, you know, I was thinking about it. Bobby Lashley should be included in that Elimination Chamber match. He's a former heavyweight champion. And you could make a case that he's had a better year than a lot of the guys that are in that match, which leads me to think, Kathy, they set it up as a triple threat so that either Riddle or Keith Lee could win the United States title. And on the same night, I think that Bobby Lashley is going to go in there and absolutely destroy Drew McIntyre after he retains the title. And I'm hoping to God that that's the WrestleMania match, the Bobby Lashley that we've gotten for the last six months against Drew McIntyre. Yes. yes. I know you're a fan. I see that happening. That's what I'm hoping. That's what a good matchup. Now, what happened? I mean, if, if, they, if they go with Edge versus Orton or, like, uh, uh, another deal, I'll be so upset. <laughs> oh, I, th- I really think they're going to do Edge and Roman. I do. It, it, I mean, it seems like that. Uh, they definitely set that up on SmackDown very well. Yeah, I mean, I mean they did, and that's not the worst thing that you could do. It, it, it's not. I mean, I'm with Stroh. If they do, if they do Edge versus, you know, insert guy that we have seen Edge go up against a thousand times before. Excuse me. Don't. So just please don't. Please do not do that. That would be bad. The only thing that gets me, and I'm, I'm a stickler for details, Kathy. I mean, you know me. I, I absolutely yeah. love details. Uh, so Edge said all along that he's chasing this belt that he never lost, that he wants this thing back that he never lost. Um, well, technically, that wasn't the universal title. Mm-hmm. But then I guess – true. I guess by the same token, what he's talking about is the world title, and that's not around anymore. So I guess have at it. Forget the details. SmackDown Championship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's what it is. <laughs> yeah. The one that he beat Alberto Del Rio for. Remember that guy? I wonder what he's doing. Uh, he in jail? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So, 914 So, you know what? I am excited for WrestleMania season. I, it, it's coming up fast, and I think it's going to be good. I actually, like I said, I was a fan of what they did on Raw and SmackDown. I even liked that Edge made an appearance on NXT last week. I thought it was kind of cool. A uh, neat little way to tie in the three brands, even the one that WWE thinks that no one cares about. Um, they just kind of, you know, it just it felt complete to me last week, and, and I thought that was a really cool thing. Um, so I guess the key is, where do we go from here, you know? And uh, I, I certainly want to get all your thoughts on that. Again, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in. Uh, we're going to start out, oh, God, I can hear you guys groaning already, but I love it. Uh, let's go to Mike out in California. What What's going on, brother? Let me, let me get uh... the... Uh... <laughs> What's going on, hey, brother? Oh, back here. How you hey, doing? Um, I'm doing great, man. I gotta say, uh, I'm gonna tell you a funny joke or riddle. You probably 
it's it's kind of corny, but it's funny. I I heard it the other night. Knock knock. You know why they don't send donkeys to college? <laughs> why? Because nobody likes a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> it's just, I thought you. Yucky, I yucky. thought you'd get a. Um, I'm going to say congratulations to Britt Baker on, on beating Thunder Rose. I didn't think she'd beat her. You know, it, <laughs> Rebel came in to unloosen the. Uh, <laughs> I like Britt Baker. Yeah, and, she's your uh, the, favorite now, isn't she? Ah, yeah, she's doing great. Um, <laughs> and then the. Um, like about <laughs> Did you see the wedding? It was the wedding between Kip. Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford, and Mark. I did. Uh, I, Merrill, not Mark Merrill, but Merrill came in there. Yeah, <laughs> Merrill. Yeah, that's not Mark Merrill. <laughs> yeah, not Mark <laughs> Merrill, but Merrill. Wasn't he Rusoff in WWE? Yes, he was. By the way, by the way, Matt, did you catch that he was wearing the same outfit that he got married in in WWE? <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and and they threw Penelope and, Ford through the same kind of cake. So it was great. Just all around. That's yeah. amazing stuff. That's, she, I I see, that's what I want to wear to my wedding, but Kelly says absolutely not. Oh, man. I dig Penelope Ford. I saw a picture of her, man. She kind of reminds <laughs> me of Cheryl Ladd when she was wearing that braid in her hair. I thought, man, she uh-huh. looked good. <laughs> Who doesn't yeah. like her? <laughs> And she's from Philadelphia, right? As as far she as is. I know, yeah, I'm not she sure. Is, man. She is. When are you coming back out here, Mike? Oh, I can't wait, man. California is almost like a <laughs> a prison state out here. You know, gas is going to five. You're not going to like five dollars a gallon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're. <laughs> it's like, um, oh man, it, it's weird. It's just uh, like we're. <laughs> we have no freedom back here, you know. Uh you guys can you guys don't have masks are kinda of optional with a lot of you guys and stuff, especially in high school games. I've seen uh some college games and stuff. A lot of you guys don't have to wear masks while you're inside and stuff. Some uh, of you do, I guess. That's but, news yeah, to me. We, we have mm. to that's news uh, yeah, to yeah, really that's crazy that out there. Yeah. And it's not like it's that just here. like you you're looking for more like middle America. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, yeah. like cornfields yeah. where you want. It's like if you walk down the yeah. street, some some old lady's going to call the police on you because, oh, you don't have your mask on, sir. <laughs> I thought, oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but You um, know what I want to do, Mike? I yeah. want to get a mask and plug up my nostrils and my mouth. There you go. That way I'm not there breathing. There you go. It's, it's so much easier. <laughs> Well, I like the, I like the don't one video that. where this kidding. guy. I don't, I don't <laughs> well, this one guy doing your hair either. While I'm thinking about it, don't do that. <laughs> Did you see the video where this one guy walked into a service station or one of these stores, and instead of wearing a mask, he said, "I'm wearing my girlfriend's underwear." <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the one where the guy went to the? Did you see the one where the guy went to the supermarket? And he just put a plastic bag over his head and tied it. Oh yes. no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my! But there was one where a guy walked in. Um, oh, one of the supermarkets in Los Angeles. This was when the pandemic first started. 
And they told him, sir, you need a mask right away. So it goes out and gets uh, a sheet and puts a couple of holes. And he said, well, this do. Oh, they, no. They called oh, the that ain't right. It was a KKK mask. I thought, oh, no, man, right. this guy. I you know, can do, it was an you old do like man. a potato sack, you know, like in a horror movie. <laughs> like, you can do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Brother. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm doing you, good man. out here. I don't know about everybody I miss else, you guys but I too. missed you. <laughs> well, last week, I, last week I had trouble calling in. Uh, that was okay. just one of those Wildfire? bad situations you have. And, uh, well, tonight, tonight's my, my dad's anniversary when he, when he passed it. Every ninth oh, okay. on the okay. ninth of each month, I I'll be I, praying for you. Yeah, yeah. I I tribute. I give a tribute to Dad. You know, so hey, Dad, up there, uh, we want to say hi at VOC Nation. <laughs> um, but uh, no, you got to honor your. You're supposed to honor your mom and your dad. You know, as long as you can. So I try and do that. Mel does a pretty good job, and so forth. So. Yeah, it, it's just so. weird. Mel's Mel's in South Carolina. I'm here. I'm stuck in California. <laughs> it is kind of strange. And, uh, it, it's um yeah. I think you ought to move yeah, out with yeah. Malcolm. You guys would have a great time. I don't know about there. I I was stationed there <laughs> for in Mayport, Florida. I didn't really like that area. Okay. Um, I would rather be up north where you guys are. That's the <laughs> that's a you, cool Tyler. state. <laughs> after the, after I, the winter, um, you know, not not now. Yeah, it it's sucks like up here now. I I went to Connecticut with a friend when I was in the Navy. It was 1980, I think. He said, mm-hmm. "Mike, let's go up to uh, my house in Connecticut." We went up there, man. We had a great time. They had big houses. He, uh, we had we had like a huge kegger party, and it was like. Wow, it was the best party I've ever seen, plus girls galore. I've never seen that many girls in a party in California. You know? <laughs> uh, you're the man, Mike. I started. It's great talking to you as always. I started drinking in the morning. Uh-huh. No, you get, you're the man. Hey, um, <laughs> I've been kicked off of Facebook. You know that. So I can't go back on because I'm a Trumper, and they don't like it. You know, So I apologize about that. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um. And I, I voted for President Trump. I'm a Christian, and they consider me a communist, I guess. I don't know. But um, they said, Mike, your your account's deactivated, you know. So um, if I get a hold of you, it'd have to be on an email. I'll shoot you an email on your, well, you, on your I mean, site. I mean, you have my email, right? Yeah, I think I do. I'll try and shoot you an email yeah, I think tonight. So. And, Please do, but yeah. When I, I get back – Yeah, when we I get to get you here, on I'm Instagram. Watch That's where all the action is, Mike, on Instagram. I'll try and get on there. I'll see if they'll let me on there. Yeah. And, it's great, um, Mike. It's nothing but pictures. I love it. It's just people okay. putting up pictures. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sometimes it's I'm up like... till 3 or 4 in the morning just looking at all the pictures. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at all the girls. <laughs> I'm 60 years old. The guy said, Mike, how do, you stay, how do you stay so sexually active at your age? I says, well, I said, a lot of guys like you need you need Viagra. I said, I just need ladies wrestling. And that keeps me going. And even this girl, she says, oh, I love it. She goes, uh, are you single, Mike? And I says, <laughs> I said, yeah. Yes, so yes, you are. Mike, you supposed to call me next week. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to go. I'm too, it's it's kind of weird. When you meet a girl who's in her 30s, 20s, late 20s or 30s, it's kind of like, dating your daughter you know it's it's weird you know so 
I don't Why know. Why am I picturing Mike <laughs> in that scene from your trip chasing that girl on the beach? Yes. I, <laughs> I like it. Uh, you guys Mike, are you awesome, allowed man. within 50 feet of schools? Uh, what do you mean? I'm sorry. See, there's a pause there. <laughs> Define school. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't do that. To, oh, no. That's, that's for... <laughs> I know, brother. I know, brother. That's You're terrible. 18 and up, just like me. <laughs> yeah. Are you no, I, hey, I just said the women's prison. I don't want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Alexa Bliss <laughs> Mike, answer that. Mike, are you Sasha Banks? <laughs> oh, I don't like her. I don't like any of you those girls like right now. Wow. Uh, no, no okay. I never right. have. Bye. I don't like. Let, I don't let, like any of Brady. Uh, Brady, you know, you know the girl. You know the girl we like. The best girl in WWE is Alexa you got Bliss. It, brother. And you got until it, brother. she's champion, I'm sorry. There's no other girl that stands uh, stands up to her. No, I'm sorry. Other than Britt Baker. Oh, come on now. Come <laughs> they got all these. They got all these. Come on. What they do, you, WWE. You, your fancy listing. Fancy, you better make Alexa Alexa champion again, because I'm not watching all this. This they throw all these has-beens in there, like Oscar, uh, these other girls. Um, it, it's just crazy. I don't like it. I like Alexa. I know champion. it is crazy. And it is I don't crazy. like. I don't like seeing her as a little girl. You know. It's stupid. It's a stupid thing they got. Yeah. You know, it, she but should be the champion. Maybe because she's a girl. Yeah, like she's a little girl. She's over eight. No, no, compared to some of us, yeah. I like I like a, Tiny. I, I really like AEW now because on Tuesday night you can see five women's matches and you can't see that WWE. Nothing wrong like with that. I'm just saying. Small. Small. Jimmy. Yeah. But I well, like no I like Penelope. Women's matches. Oh. <laughs> Who's that? That was right. Um, <laughs> no, I just have oh, fun. Hey, hey, you got to have fun, but, man. It's either, that's what it's all about. If you don't brother. have fun, you're headed for the grave, right? You got to have fun and enjoy this life. If it ain't life. fun, then it ain't worth it. Right, right. <laughs> it's like the God. It's it's you like the vaccination. They're telling me Mike trying to get to the grave for years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Uh, I don't want to go. Dude. I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to go to what? heaven yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to enjoy a no, little bit you, before I go up there. You, know? you got a little bit of purgatory in you. I can feel it, just like me. Uh, oh, <laughs> purgatory? No, there's no such thing. Just, there's no such thing as purgatory. I don't believe in that. I always say that's uh, what ghosts are, purgatory. God, well, I, I guess I you can say that, but I don't believe one. that. I know there's I want no to purgatory. Just drift aimlessly in the universe forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, that's like never going to happen. Like, <laughs> like Optimus Prime. Um, it's like we. No, it's like in no. Our bodies, we don't know where we're going to spend Futurama. <laughs> yes. A little piano, yeah. and, he, and he sails through. He sails through outer space. Oh, uh, that's what I want. <laughs> hey, I like. like right, I like brother. watching shows. I like watching Land of Giants late in the I night. Know. That's pretty cool. Uh, old, old show and everything. Um, All right. But yeah, man, I, I just stay active and try and stay happy in this this rotten world, you know. 
Was that the T Rex on Man of the Lost? No, that was Naya. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> you guys are too Similar. much, man. Similar. Hey, right. I gotta come back. Hey, brother, I gotta it was come great back to talk to you, you as always, man. <laughs> you too, brother. You guys take care. I love, I love you guys. Man. Okay. Take care of yourself. Right. I'll email you. All right. Bye bye. Love you too. <laughs> so that was Mike. <laughs> oh my God, that was so creepy. <laughs> He's awesome. I want to say that's me in 20 years, Kathy, but it's probably me in 10. <laughs> he makes the Crypt Keeper look like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Ray, I love, Ray, I love what you said about the school zone. Oh, my God. <laughs> there is no way. If, if that dude has, like, a niece or a nephew, there is no way he's allowed to attend commencement. No, he's not like that. No, he's a good Christian, man. Dude, if he got kicked off Facebook, he did a lot more than than just express, like, a political opinion. And voting for Trump. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to do more than that to actually get kicked off of that place. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know why he got kicked off. I, I'm guessing he didn't get kicked off. I'm guessing he just shut down his account. Here's here's what I think happened. Um, oh no! I think Mike started dating his daughter, so to speak. What? <laughs> no, he's only interested oh, in Alexa, and if not Alexa, then Britt Baker. It's like dating your daughter. God, stop calling. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So we do love taking callers. <laughs> And I plan to do that all night long if you guys will uh, <laughs> indulge. What we need to do, we need to lock him and Torah in a room together. No, we're going to Torah. Well, because Torah also calls the show to not really talk to us about anything in particular. But why are you picking on her? Like 90% of our callers don't have anything to say. Because I think that it would be a good mix, like because maybe like maybe Tora could explain to Mike that you're not supposed to say it's like dating your daughter, um, <laughs> and you know ninety percent of the other stuff that comes out of his mouth. See, when, like 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 for me, like I you know I think Tora and like I like I know she talks on the phone with other callers. But they actually have like this whole other like little network for for lack of a better term, Ray. Uh, I'm going to call it a, like a social network of their own, uh, where they all interact with each other apart from the show. So I would love to be a fly on the wall, for example, for a phone conversation between Dustin and Tora, or between like Justin and Dustin. I think it would be amazing. It, wasn't there a show? That had phone calls between Justin. <laughs> there was, yeah. And in fact, Justin. I oh yeah, that, I remember that. Yeah. And 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 I believe that Justin is the only person to go down to Dustin's parents down in Tet. Dustin, of course, lives in Orlando, uh, but, but Justin went to visit Dustin at Dustin's parents <laughs> a couple of years ago. If you remember, well, you probably don't remember. It was something. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that none of these people know where I live. <laughs> I love them all, though, and I really do. I, I, it's such a treat for me, Kathy, to uh, to be able to interact with all of them. 
Brady, you know you can get minister minister to marry you and Kelly, right? That would be amazing. Uh, that I would be amazing. That. Oh my god, I, I so popped that I saw that. You, you know, you know, he's an ordained minister. You know, like oh, I know, I know, it would be amazing. Um, yeah. The only guy who I would want more is Eric Bischoff with the like the the three minute warning Eric Bischoff. You know. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I can't oh, believe. You wouldn't want brother love to marry me. <laughs> that would truly be amazing. I would do that in a second, brother love. Not Bruce Pritchard. It's got to be brother love. Yeah, uh, no. It, yeah. It, it, in that moment, it, within your wedding, Bruce Pritchard cannot exist. It can only be brother love. Yeah, you, you know, uh, Stro, actually, um, Bruce Word, our, our good friend, the voice of choice, the, the founder of the network, uh, when he got married one of his times, I, I think it was the second or the third. I, I don't remember exactly. Um, <laughs> it might have even been the fifth. I, I'm not positive about that. He, um, he he was actually friends with Howard Finkel, and he looked into having Howard Finkel uh, booked as the announcer for his wedding. And that would have been amazing. I, 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 I thought it was a great idea. That would have been funny. Apparently, that's why he's divorced, probably. <laughs> but I thought it was a great idea. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I would have, I would have been all about that idea. Yeah, that would have been amazing. E- either him or Mean Gene, you know, getting some tutti frutti going. Well, I think what you do, oh, if you really want to go all out, I think you get, um, so you get the Fink to do the announcement, and then you get Mean Mean Gene as the DJ. Yes. <laughs> If Todd Pettengill is not available. No, I think even if Todd Pettengill is available, <laughs> I, think, I think Mean because like because like Mean Gene would definitely be like interviewing people that put in requests. Yeah. No. It would be great. Hey, what you do know? you think about this wedding? Where's George <laughs> the Animal Steel? He's just going around with a microphone. <laughs> I'm here with Great Aunt Connie. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> <laughs> the display falls down. Ah. Oh. <laughs> how do you feel about Hulk Hogan's upcoming <laughs> World Heavyweight Championship defense? Uh, you know, no lie, Kathy. I was watching. Um, I was watching some WWE recap, and there was a guy talking, and I swear to God, it was Todd Pettengill. I listened to him for three minutes uh, without them showing his voice, and I was like, I can't believe they got Todd Pettengill. This is amazing. And then it flashes to him, Kathy, and it was like this, like, weird-looking old guy that looked nothing like what I would have thought Todd Pettengill looked like. And I thought, wow, the years have not been good to him, but it was not him. Oh, jeez. I, I could have sworn it was going to be him. Like, it sounded so much like him. Like, I'll bet you he got hired just because he sounds like Todd Pettengill. <laughs> it was funny. It was really funny. Stro, did you catch my story? I, I was saying that uh, Voice of Choice tried to book um, Howard Finkel for his wedding. Wow. <laughs> really? Would have been amazing. Yeah. Stro says, as Stro envisions how this could possibly have ended in a broken marriage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, could have been I, got, I got five. Howard one time to say... I got Howard one time to say Kabuki, and I just popped because I've been wanting for years to him say Kabuki. When you said it, I just fell out. Oh, my God. <laughs> kabuki. Oh, jeez. 
Kathy will tell you uh, at the conventions, Ratboy uh, used to hit on Finkel's girlfriend. He's got a he had like a significantly <laughs> younger girlfriend. Yeah. Than him, you know, and and like she got so mad at her one time because she let Ratboy climb on her back and she was carrying him around uh, like a pet, uh. like like a pet monkey, you know. And he got so oh, mad, God. he pulled her into the corner, and he was, like, yelling at her and stuff. Kathy, you remember that. It was horrible. Yeah, I do. Wow. Now, thankfully, he wasn't I, – I wasn't associated with VOC Nation at the time. Just just Rat Boy was, so. <laughs> I got to tell you, I would not be thrilled if my girlfriend allowed Rat Boy to make, come into contact with her in any way. Like, to mount her shoulders? You wouldn't be okay with that? I would say that if they brushed hands in passing on an airport movie, Unclean. Away, that I would be unhappy. Oh, man. Yeah. And he's very, I, I mean, obviously you've never met him, but Kathy will tell you, he's a very in-your-face kind of person. He, he He's not the kind of guy that just stands there and says hi. He's the kind of guy that gets in your face. And says hi. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's good it's good to have confidence. We always <laughs> you, know, you and I you and I have done this show God, more or less for a decade now, and we, God, we've always said yeah. we've always said Rapoy needs confidence. <laughs> it's the one thing he lacks. <clears throat> well, yep. Brady, that, remember that uh, night we well, rolled that restaurant that, no, and that girl. The waitress. Oh yeah, yeah. When he, he went up oh. and got the old futon bed from his house. Do you remember that? That's right. He said he was yeah. going to get her number, right? And none of us believed him. And uh, then the yeah. next thing you know, he's tagging her in a Facebook post, sitting on a stoop. Yeah. The waitress. Crazy. Do you remember that? I show? never picked up a waitress. What's wrong with me? Well, you have to well, pretty confident. <laughs> confident. You have to Here's the thing, Brady. You you have to be like very broken and alone on the inside to spend that much time in a restaurant or bar. Yeah. Um, I'm more hollow. Yeah, it takes some it ta- I'm more that that's more that's more my area. I'm damaged enough <laughs> on the inside oh, to be able to do that kind of thing. <laughs> You're more hollow. You just need you just need a stay puffed marshmallow man to fill you up. Oh jeez. Hmm. Wait, oh, I do have I uh I was thinking more like a Cheese and like mozzarella cheese and pepperoni, man. You know, something like that. Or a woman, I mean, woman, not man. You get one. <laughs> What's going on, Granny? Um... Hello, everybody. Ray? One oh. second, Granny. Sorry, go ahead, Ray. Well, I was just say, do you guys remember? Um, do you guys remember speaking of a of a pizza man? Do you guys remember the talking face pizza from Pizza Hut in like the mid nineties? And he would like yell at you because you were gonna bite his head because he was stuffed crust. No, but I would have bitten his head. Oh, who would have? But you know, no, you just don't remember that. It was all over the television. No. 
Are you I'm sure, sure about you that? wouldn't have seen it because yeah, you wouldn't have seen it because you were also on the television, uh, busy living your life, and so you would not. Have yeah, no, but I was watching sure. everything yeah. back then. Yeah, and I ate a lot of stuffed crust pizza. Like I, I'm pretty sure oh, wow. at some point that uh, you know, I was 95 percent cholesterol at some point, but uh. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, uh, what's going on, Granny? How you doing? <laughs> sorry about uh, I'm Sunday. Okay. I, sorry about the Chiefs. Uh, it happens. It, it's, you know, I'm not a sore loser. I'm, it does. Like I told everybody, I win or lose, I will always support my Kansas City Chiefs no matter what. So, yeah. I mean, they made it back to the Super Bowl, you know, back to back. You know, unfortunately, they just, they had a lot of things working against them, unfortunately, you know, and it happened. I mean, but now it's just time it, it to focus happen. on I, next season. For, for anybody time that is, like, gloating year. about Tom Grady and how great Tom Brady is right now, uh, the only thing I have to say is swap the quarterbacks on those two teams for that game, and I think Tampa Bay is winning either way. I don't really think that Tom Brady is the reason why they won. Just my opinion. Um, I think it came down to injuries yeah. and great defensive play. And yeah, well, they had a lot of they had a lot of injuries on their offensive line. I mean, Fisher was out. They had a couple, and I'm sure the incident with reminded Andy me of Reece the Eagles. Ben, probably probably like that's, that's how the Eagles looked all year. You know, didn't Eagle help either. You know, Carson with Wentz because, Carson Wentz would take the snap and run back 40 yards too. Except the difference was he would then get hit and lose the ball. I'm trying to read that right. I wish her. Oh, I, I know. Okay. How you doing, Kathy? Good, good, Granny. You you feeling better? Oh yeah, that <clears throat> the second um vaccine just kicked my butt. The Moderna. So, what do you have like the shivers? Yeah, I've been Kathy? hearing a lot of things about the second vaccine. It's been making a lot of people sick. So. I even haven't even had a first one yet. I'm not sure. I'm. I don't know if I'm even going to take it. Depends. I mean, there were five people in my office that got this shot. Four were out sick. A couple people I know that had the Moderna are just like you know, a little achy. You just feel like you have the bug for like 12 hours. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. So So you had like many chills and. That kind yeah, of it just stuff. means it's working. That's all. You doing okay, okay Matt? But Matt's actually Excuse gone. Me? But Ray's here. Oh, he's gonna. Hi, Ray. How are you? I'm delightful, Granny. How are you on this beautiful Tuesday evening? Well, it's cold in Arkansas. No snow yet, but a little bit of vegetation. How are you, Stro? He's uh. Everybody's Doing gone. good. Everybody's Granny. gone. <laughs> there he is. Doing good, um, Granny. Yeah, we're here. We're here. So. Yeah, doing good. Good to hear from you. All good, good. In the hood, hood. So. Yeah, I'm getting ready to for my state convention next week in Little Rock that I have to go to. I leave next Thursday for four days. State so convention? Like what state are going to be that. there? Well, it's our state convention in Arkansas, in Little Rock, for the Arkansas Moose okay. Association. So there a, No, I've never been to Arkansas. I was in Arkansas once. There's not a big rock, right? It's just Little Rock. It's Little Rock is what it's called. There's not a big rock, I mean. That's, no. no. What about Pine Bluff? 
Their Pine Bluff is near Little Rock. Pine Bluff okay. is very close to Little Rock. But you don't want to go what to Pine West Bluff Memphis? because there's a, lot of, there? there's a lot of crime. There's a lot of crime there in Pine Bluff. Okay. I was in West Memphis once. Is it near there? Uh, it's close. It's close to you know, like you go down. You I was know, hanging out on Interstate Sid. 40. Yeah, you go uh-huh. Interstate 40, and if you go to the right, 40. you go in t- towards Little Rock, and if you go to the left, you go, 40, towards Memphis, go to the right. So Interstate okay. 40. 40. You get to go to the left, go, to the you go right. towards Memphis. Oh, I don't want to do. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Okay. It was really kind of poverty stricken out there in West Memphis. I was really surprised. Yeah, I've been through Memphis because when we went to Nashville for TCW back in 2013, yeah. when they opened for the Tennessee State Fair, we went through Memphis mm-hmm. so, to go that way to Nashville. It was at the so. fairgrounds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, West Memphis, it reminded a... me of the movie The Jerk. If you guys are familiar with that movie, Steve Martin, that's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I got to imagine good. Memphis isn't too happy that they're called West Memphis. Well, I mean, you have Memphis, you have West Memphis. I mean, it's all part of, it's just all together there. I mean, it's like probably, yeah, West yeah. Memphis is probably like a little suburb of Memphis, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Camden yeah, and Philadelphia. I was looking today on Facebook and um, a lot of the weathermen were bringing this up as a, like this memory popped up. You know how memories will pop up on your Facebook thing? And mm-hmm. it was... No. Ten years ago today that we had what they called the 412 snowstorm. I mean, we had 28 inches of snow fall in less than four hours ten years ago on this date. Wow. And we normally don't get that. We normally don't get that much snow because I was still working for Mm -hmm. Walmart then, and it was my day off. And they called me in to work because nobody could make it to work. So my husband had to take me to work in his pickup truck because I couldn't drive my car because the snow was so deep. (laughs) And it's too cold to walk. He took me to work. He he took me to work in his pickup truck. And I worked all night long, like into the next day, and finally got to go home. Can you say about... you worked all night long, like Ric Flair would say? I worked all night long. Woo! Well, no, not that kind of work. I was <laughs> I was working in the store, you know. But I mean, but it was it was um, five o'clock in the evening that I went to work, and I worked until like two o'clock the next afternoon before I got to come home. Um, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Uh, now, Granny, what did you do at Walmart? Cashier for the most part. I mean, sometimes I would work the service desk or cashier or I'd help set modulars, you know, like the or stock merchandise on the shelf when I wasn't busy, you know, at the register. I would straighten up the shelves and stuff, straighten up the merchandise. Were you ever but a I was reader? A cashier you for seem the like most a part. Mm-hmm. 
Were you ever a greeter? Well, you seem like you'd I be mean, a greeter. At the at the super center, I would I I door greeted sometimes at the super when I worked at the super centers. But neighborhood market, okay. you didn't have the, the door greeters. That was a smaller version of Walmart. I got you. Because I got to tell you a Good funny deal. story. One time, I one time I was working at the super center. And the loss prevention guy came over and told me, he says, no, there's going to be a guy coming with a window air conditioner. Don't ask to see his receipt because they had been watching him because they knew he was trying to steal it. So mm-hmm. he started out the door and they stopped him and the guy's fumbling like he's trying to find his receipt. And he takes off running and the loss prevention guy hollered out to the cart pusher, stop him. And the, one of our cart, cart pushers, he was a real tall kid, and he had broken yeah. his arm, so he still had his cast on. He just held out his arm, and the guy ran right into Eric's cast on his arm and fell oh my to God. the ground. <laughs> wow. See, that's dedication, because for me as a bagger, I'd be like, no. Like, what do I got? What? Do, what why, why do I care if he steals the... Uh, the air conditioner. I, I'm still getting my ten dollars an hour. Yeah, I gotta tell you, if if I was if I was making, you know, slightly above minimum wage at the Wally Mart, pushing carts. If anything, I'd be standing there going, you know, Lord Forest, you get out. You know, it just yeah, just, you know, I, I, uh, if anything, I'm pulling for the guy who was stealing the air conditioner. Like I pull, I, but I always pull for the underdog, Granny. Like the streaker at the Super Bowl, I was pulling for him to make that end zone. Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. I mean, did you hear he put down a, a parlay bet, and that's why he did it? I read a bunch of different things about why I, he did I, I what he did, but he had to pay. He had to pay like. I forget how much he had to pay to get out of jail. But he made seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. I don't know. I've I've read different things about it, but now what um, they didn't explain is why he's wearing Pamela Anderson's bathing suit while he's doing it. They didn't explain that. Well, that's just because he looks. I think it. I I think the way I understood it from what I read on some things is. I think him wearing the pink thong was a bet that his buddy had he dared him to wear it. I think that's where okay. the pink thong came into play at. His buddy dared him to wear it and he put it on and started running down the field and then they went to a commercial break, but I saw the video somewhere on Facebook somewhere on the internet where the cops actually knocked him down to the ground and drug him off the field. So. Well, good for them. Great talking to you, granny. Yeah. Good talking to you all. Y'all have a good evening and be safe and stay safe. Yeah. Love you, granny. We'll talk to you real soon. Love y'all too. Bye. Bye. That was Granny Holkster. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, I, we're up against the commercial break. That's why I, uh, that is the only reason that I let it go, right? Otherwise, I could sit and listen to it just all night. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Uh, we will be right back in a second. Well, several seconds. We'll be back. 
This is Blanche Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And didn't get uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. 
Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon. Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern 
And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network, and I, I thought I was playing free music. I think I inadvertently played uh, Keith Lee's theme song, which probably is free music as well. That's why it sounds the way it does. Uh, <laughs> it's great to be back with you guys and uh, to be talking wrestling and uh, all that other stuff. It it it, it is really exciting. It, it's my favorite time of the week. Like all kidding aside. And, of course, if you guys haven't heard, be sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, just search for the VOC Nation Radio Network. There's uh, two shows being uploaded on there right now, and uh, In the Room is one of them. Uh, the other one is Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and uh, Bill After, which is just chock full of old stories. But that's not what we're about, obviously. Uh, we're about having fun and talking with all the mutants. Uh, our, our good friends, of course, our, our loving, loving callers. Uh, 914-338-1885. <laughs> Our very own Muppet show, if you will. Uh, Straw, what do you got going on this week, man? Oh, man. Well, uh, this Thursday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, WCW Retro Podcast on VSNation.com. Uh, the, to- the topic of discussion this Thursday night will be wrestlers who should have been world champions. Yeah. So please do it in keep time. And this Friday night, I'm a horror sci-fi show, The Strozone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time on my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Maestro. Uh, this Friday night's feature will be The Thing from Another World, the 50s. So uh, please tune in. I dated her in college. Classic. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> now, Brady, did she have tentacles? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was a girl. Oh, oh, tentacles. Uh, yes. yes. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Cavi, you know what? <laughs> one day, one day, They're Brady, wrong. it's just going to be They're me wrong. and Stro and Kathy hosting the show, and we're going to take no callers, and it's going to be really <laughs> wholesome. And, <laughs> and what? <laughs> And that's just the way that it is. On so many levels. It's the holy family behind me, and you're just making these ridiculous. You're just making these ridiculous jokes. 
Is that really the Holy Family? Yes. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was the Last Supper. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So we have a lot of callers in the queue. Like I said, we're going to get to you guys in the order that you called, and uh, we're also going to bring on. <laughs> just saw he was there. What's going on, sir? How you doing tonight? Um, not too bad. Go. Not too bad. Doing, doing pretty well. <laughs> Good. Um, I was saying last night, uh, I'm saying about last night, um, that I actually, I've been enjoying Raw. Like, at least <clears> last <throat> night, I really enjoyed Raw, I should say. Uh, it was the first show that I actually sat and watched without really having to fast forward anything. And I, I just kind of watched it and I enjoyed the whole thing. There was nothing that seemed out of place to me, Derek. Um, the only thing that struck me as weird. Um, which I'll get into in a second, uh, was, well, I guess I'm getting into it now. (laughs) Um, Bobby Lashley not being included, not being included in the elimination chamber match itself. Uh, just being a former heavyweight champion and everything. It just struck me as like a slap in the face. Uh, but then I was thinking about it and, it makes a lot of sense to me if they book that United States triple threat match that he's going to lose that title without being pinned and he's going to take out McIntyre at the end of that match. That's what I'm hoping anyway, and that's the WrestleMania match for Raw. He, I, I think we said this last week. He's the only guy who's been booked to look like a threat <laughs> to, to right. be McIntyre. And, Either him and, or Randy Orton, that's it. Yeah, and... Last night, and, and I, you know what, Raw was, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. And I think that's because it seemed like everything on the show had a reason for being, you know, on the show. Even, like, the Lana stuff, like, it might not have been the best stuff in the world, but it told a story, and you go, okay, I get it. I can understand where they're going with this stuff. Didn't really want to talk about stuff tonight. And I, if you need help, call me. But, um, but yeah, so, um... And it's funny because Lashley's been back what for three years now, and it seems like it seems like they've just figured out how to use Lashley after all this time of him being there. And it's not really that hard; just have to beat the crap out of everybody. I haven't liked Lashley this much since he was feuding with Braun Strowman that year. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, and that was and a while like, ago now. <laughs> yeah, that was when Heyman was still in charge, right? Yeah, I think so. It might have even been before that. It was back when Stroman was teaming with Nicholas. So That's right, Nicholas. <laughs> oh man. So nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I definitely want to get people's opinions of that. Uh but last week's WWE programming all around in my opinion. Um, I thought they did a nice job with it. I, I really did. I, I, I liked that Edge was on all three shows. You know, he, he had a, a talk with each of the uh, champions, I, including NXT, which is usually treated like the redheaded stepchild. So I thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. And I like that they really invested a lot of time kind of setting up Roman Reigns and Edge, even though, like, before that match, there really wasn't a whole lot of – I'm sorry, before that <laughs> confrontation, there wasn't really a whole lot of reason to kind of have that match. Yeah, and I like that Roman, I think I've said this before, he might be the best heel in all of wrestling because he does 
old school Hill stuff. So like he's he's telling Paul, tell Edge to come out here and acknowledge me and say I'm the main event, blah blah blah. And he's talking very calm. Yeah. And he's been talking calm since he came back. And he raised his voice just a little bit. And Paul Heyman jumps like his father's calling him, you know, like he's a kid and his dad is yelling at him. It's just it's little hill stuff like that that I like. He's not trying too hard to do it. Yeah. And it's working. What did you think of the um the stuff that Paul Heyman had to say about uh, Bianca Belair, which was very out of oh, character, yeah. by the way. Yeah, it was. And from I was listening to the New Day podcast, I believe, because they have one too now. And they were talking about how <laughs> when, when Bianca won, everybody in the locker room like stood up and applauded her. So it seems like That's everybody cool. likes her. It seems like she's, she's well-liked by everybody. And um, what Heyman said was was... was like you said, it was out of character for him, but it's not, you could tell he was speaking the truth. And I'm glad, you know, I'm glad she's getting that that push and she has all that support. And I feel like they should do the same thing with Rhea Ripley, but put her on Raw and have her be the new fresh face on Raw because you're going to need these young these youngsters coming up because you know Becky and Charlotte they're not getting any younger. You're going to need new faces in that division. Um, I'll throw this out to all you guys. Do, do you think, uh, because I was kind of thinking that this week, uh, do you think that there's a chance that Bianca Belair could be um, closing in on Becky Lynch territory in terms of, like, the way the fans perceive her? Yes, I do, and I think that WWE is and should be welcome to that because I think there's also the very real perspective that Becky Lynch decides she doesn't want to come back. Yeah, I was just. I mean, I was that's hard to that say. Ha- having a baby, <laughs> you know, it maybe now it's okay because they're just traveling to Tampa, but like having a baby where both parents are professional wrestlers, I'd imagine once they start touring again or traveling the world, Becky might look and be like, you know what, I did the Ronda stuff, double champion, main event at WrestleMania. Even if she wants to wrestle, maybe she thinks I don't want to do this full time anymore. It, it's it you ain't know, getting better. To be yeah. Mom. Yeah. So I could see yeah. her just going, you know what? Let me ease up on this. Yeah, I can too. Because the thing is, you know, there was there was a, time, a couple years ago. There was a uh, I was sitting around with some with other people, and uh, we had a we had we had someone who was on um, maternity leave, and we were sitting around wondering if she was going to come back. And I said, she's stupid if she comes back. Mm-hmm. Because, her, because her, her, her husband made more money than God. And I was like, I don't understand why she would want to come back instead of doing this job. And there was only one other woman in the room. And, and I looked at her and I, and I asked, just point blank. I said, I said if, if you had a baby, would you come back? And this woman didn't even want kids. And her immediate answer was, absolutely not. Like being a mother, being a mother fundamentally changes you and who you are. And like, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know Becky Lynch, maybe, maybe she's just a different breed of cat, but I, I gotta tell you, I, I would say smart money is on her becoming a part-timer at this point. Probably. Probably. Sure. What do you think? Bianca Belair coming up. You, you think she's got the potential to be the next uh, Becky Lynch? 
Oh, then some. Oh my God, she's the future of WWE, hands down. I, I think she's so like too. Complete pack- she's the complete package. She's a uh, great promo, uh, very athletic, very oh strong, strong, strong woman, and I mean she's she's everything you want in a women's uh, superstar. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I, I, I agree. I know Vince has a tendency to mess things up, but uh, if he messes up Bianca Belair, they should just vote him off the ship <laughs> and just and just vote him out of the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's you it's have, interesting you because I, I, I feel like up. he's doing less. Like yeah. I feel like Vince is having less and less. I, I really do. Uh, maybe that's just the way I perceive it. But I heard he missed the Royal Rumble, and he hasn't looked good the last couple times he's there. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Uh, but I feel like he's just starting to do more and more from afar. And that'll just turn into, yeah. like, doing less and less from afar as time goes on. And I think it should be noted, like, I think his brother died two weeks ago. You know, he lost yeah. Pat Patterson, who was close to mm-hmm. him. And I remember my uh, my grandfather told me, once you get a certain age and your peers around you start passing away, you start looking at life differently. You know, you start thinking about your own mortality. Yeah. And I have, a, I can't imagine Vince just thinks, I just want to be doing this to the day I stop breathing. You know, I can't imagine he's thinking that. He's a grandpa now. I'm, I, w- I would like to think he wants to start doing other things outside of just being Mr. McMahon every Monday and, and Friday night. Well, if you notice, like, everything he's done for the last 20 years has been aimed at, like, positioning WWE to where it can run without him someday, you know? From, like, taking it public to, like, trying to start the XFL twice to, like, you know, using his daughter and his son and his son-in-law for so much to, like, um, you know, the writing teams, just everything. It's like he's gradually been, like, preparing for this for a while now to where Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to be a part of it if he doesn't want to. Yeah. So it's interesting. It is interesting. The other thing I was going to say is that um, we saw a dynamic tag team really get over on SmackDown this week. And I got to think that uh, I got to hope that Vince stays away from it. Uh, Bianca Belair's parents um, are probably one of the most overacts on SmackDown right now. Him dancing on the coffee table and falling over the back of the sofa. And, uh, amazing. Just, just amazing stuff. I, I I I love when they incorporate, like, real into it. You know, it just, it, it, it really kind of drills it home for me. It does give it a, it gives it a quality that you don't get a lot on either show. And that yeah, yeah. You don't get a lot because you can't create it. It has to happen naturally and because of what you do, but outside of what you do. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, we're going to go to 843, which I think is uh, South Carolina. I believe it's Malcolm. What's going on, dude? How you doing tonight? Holy oh, I was listening to Ricky Nelson. There's a guy I wish I could have met. I met Frankie Avalon, and we got to sing Venus, uh, one verse, and Frankie was so cool. I got to sing with Eileen Woods. Um, I We sang So This Is Love at a show back in 2001, and we were in North Hollywood mm-hmm. at the, um, mm-hmm. over the Beverly Garland Hotel. Beverly Garland was a famous actor. She was in a series called in Wizard of Oz, right? Beverly Garland? No, it was called uh, Decoy. Beverly, Beverly Garland was the mother of uh, 
Amanda King on the Scarecrow and Mrs. King, and she was also the wife oh, okay, of Steve Douglas okay. and my son. All right. And I got this. She was, I've, I've got this real cool picture with Beverly Garland and the one that played Robbie's wife on my three sons, Tina Cole. Tina Cole's so nice to me. I mean, I met her like three or four times, and she's always nice to me. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, God, I wish I could have met Ricky Nelson because I, I don't know how I'd sound with him, but I was playing Garden Party, and I just love that song. Uh, I don't know. You tell me if I'm any good because Paul McCartney, I got to sing with him, and Paul told me how to think about becoming a singer back in 83. And I told him you're I didn't good, want to You're a good singer. pruner? You sing a lot, Malcolm? Well, I, it, this is how it goes. The song goes, I went to a garden party to reminisce with my old friends. Chance to share memories. Playing yeah. songs again. I, I just would love to sing that with Ricky. I think it'd be so cool if I could have sang it with him. It's, it was a song about Ricky was a teenage idol on the adventures of Ozzy and Harriet for like 14 seasons. And then in the late 60s, he made a, he did a concert as a teen idol again in the late 60s in New York somewhere. And Ricky's song, it was a disaster. So he wrote, he had this band, the Stone Canyon Band. I, mm-hmm. I got it mixed up in 83. I was, I thought it was a Stone City band with Rick James, but it was Ricky Nelson and the Stone Canyon band. <laughs> like the, games, the guy at the record store was laughing. He's like, no, Ricky Nelson doesn't sing with the Stone City band. That's Rick, Rick James. I'm like, okay. Rick James. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rick James, Ricky, B-word. B-word. <laughs> <laughs> We're reading P.J. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it was so cool, uh, Brady. If I could have, if I could have met Ricky Nelson, like I, it's so cool. I get to sing with Paul McCartney. I still can't believe that. I mean, how many people oh, can say they got to sing with a Beatle? You got to meet Paul McCartney. I got to sing with him. Take it away. Let's see. Did it you really? Like this. Yeah. How, how soon before Take the security drove you off the stage? Wanna hear you play? Do the lights go down? And Paul was right next to Paul. I was right next to Paul, and Paul swore. There was nobody next to him while I was singing next to him. And I get this applause from all these people in this pub in Liverpool. It was just something else. And okay. I, did, I did one thing wrong, Brady. I left my film and my camera. I didn't have a digital camera, a 35-millimeter camera. Oh, no. I had no. 40 pictures with Paul hey, and Linda. Linda gave me a hug, you know, and I met Danny hey, Lane. Wow. Danny Lane remembered it. I met I, Danny I sang Lane with all four of them yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. I, uh, I I sang with all four. That was a yeah, Beatles Jerry, rock band. Thought, uh, oh. We were we were ordering something okay. at the pub because it was late. British time is about five between five and six o'clock, <laughs> and we were hungry. It was and time for tea. Master Sergeant yeah, Master Sergeant McDonald. He told me that it's time for us to eat. Master you know, McDonald. Master Sergeant McDonald. He oh. went to Penn State. He put me on. Is he related to Derek? No, no, no. He's not related to you, Derek. Um, okay, he was Irish, okay. and he was stationed in Britain. We got five in from TV. I'm Irish. My last name is McDonald. My middle name is William. Yeah, Derek. Oh, Irish Irish yeah. Oh, Derek, I, I apologize. Derek I William McDonald. His middle yeah. name is L? I don't have to talk. Irish I know is Irish Spring Soap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My last name is Hicks, and I'm Irish. You're Irish too, Brady. 
I'm Irish and Italian. Yeah, I'm Irish also. Yeah. Do you work two topics, Joe? Yeah. So is Kathy. Kathy Patrick. I just, you know, I didn't watch. No offense, Derek, but. Ray McBogan. And and guys, no offense, Derek and guys, but I didn't watch the (laughs) stupid bowl on Sunday. (laughs) I watched I watched the good Super Bowl. I watched the um, Super Bowl 23, Joe Montana to John Taylor in Miami. Oh, that's a good I, one. I, I would yeah, watch I, that I, one I, instead. Yeah, I'm at so much the goat. Yeah, yeah. Who won this time? Joe Montana, the goat. <laughs> yeah, he 16. Montana, everybody thought Montana was going to go to Rice. He went to Taylor. Just blew everybody Hater. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could meet Taylor and Mike Wilson. Yeah, two forty nine and Then one Joe Shaw. John Taylor says, I don't care if you're a Raider fan. Malcolm, I like you, man. John Montana likes me. Jerry Rice loves me. I mean, I mean, maybe I should have been a 49er fan when the Raiders moved to L.A. <laughs> like the Jones. Uh, I read Roger yeah. Craig and Ronnie Watt, you know. I mean, because um, if you look at, you know, Brady, mm-hmm. if you look at the mm-hmm. Raiders, since they lost Ooh. Super Bowl 37 to Tampa Bay, uh, 42 to 21, they I haven't had that. that many wins. Uh, nope. But mm-hmm. you got to admire, mm-hmm. admire me, Brady, because mm-hmm. I used to go to mm-hmm. almost every mm-hmm. game, even though they were losing. That's I why I admire you, brother. Know, push up, you know. Right. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. You know? These I guys don't remember it, Malcolm, but I remember tuning into Monday Night Football and seeing you in the crowd. Was that a uh, Cowboys game in preseason? I, I don't remember. It was a Monday night football yeah, game, though. I have the screenshot somewhere. Well, what's funny about that is uh, is Tony Romo was quarterback in Cowboys, and he was and he just okay. broke up. He just broke up with uh, Jessica Simpson, and we were going yeah. Jessica. So he was in the huddle. <laughs> Jessica, and he's getting all nervous. He's throwing the ball loud. I'm still himself. doing that. <laughs> And these other Raider fans are like, I'm going to look up on Instagram later. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is like sitting through a meeting. <laughs> is, it, is it boring? A really I'm fun sorry. meeting now. But I got a call from, there's a young lady she's going to, um, she's a girlfriend of Jackpot. She sounds Scott hot. Zinger from Las Vegas. Okay. Jackpot. All right. Name. He used to wrestle in big time wrestling. Uh, he wrestles in Las Vegas, in L.A. Well, Jackpot, um, uh, he uh, talked to me on the phone Friday night. His name is Jackpot? Gonna... That's awesome. Well, that's his nickname. Jackpot. That's, that's his wrestling. Jackpot. Jackpot. You know what uh, What happened when people found out his name was Jackpot was, right? Look at him, people would look at him and say, that's rich. <laughs> I'd imagine he's golden wherever he goes. That's good, right? That's as funny as uh, as nobody likes the smart hat. It's right up there. I got to tell you, Brady, I'm really impressed the way Mike, when he first started about, uh, like the summer of 2017, he had him on the show. And uh, yeah. he was like, you know, he couldn't say anything. I mean, you got to admit, Mike is like right at home with the microphone, you know, when he's on there. I mean, he's, he's just, come out he's of his shell for sure. Yeah. 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 So I'm like really proud of him. But I was in oh. Target today. And if, um, if a guy from um, Victoria, Texas is listening, he's a good friend of mine. 
about me, a stunning Steve Austin action station with a world uh, <laughs> television title belt. And that's the bottom line, because my buddy Stone Cold said so. <laughs> I missed this that thing with Brett Favre. Now I got to go back and watch that. He just what? did the, the, the interview with Brett Favre. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, oh, hell, yeah. you know what, Brady? If if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, you had a good time. But the other people, I'm not. there's four there's four hours yeah. you're not going to get back, man. Mm-hmm. And as Tennessee Cowboy James Storm would say, sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> Mike, Mike, it was so painful to me as an Eagles fan. If you can indulge me for a second, not Mike, Malcolm. It was so painful to me as an Eagles fan. I'm hoping you can indulge me uh, because they were missing well, two offensive linemen that were absolutely man. key. He's the left tackle, you're not indulging me. And I'm the madness man. Yeah, he he ain't indulging me. I, uh, watching Mahomes try to play without a left tackle and a right tackle against that defense, uh, that was every game this season with Carson Wentz. And people oh, are going to chase him out of town, and it's horrible. Wait a minute. Wait a because minute. Because there ain't anybody you know that's going to play better when you don't have an offensive line. No, Derek, you know what, I just, you're, 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 you're running with those people who are chasing him out of town to Mr. I want Nick Foles back. You're part of the mob, too. No, I'm not. I No, I want Wentz. I, I, I like him better than RG3 Jr. that's going to start playing. Oh, stop calling, stop calling hey, Derek Hurts, man. How dare you? Derek, he's gotten worse every single week. He is going to get hurt. I thought about watching that much. game Sunday. And that's why I put on yeah, Super Bowl 23. Yeah, that's why we need in that trade. Most most of the stupid bowl games are uh, blowouts. You know, a team gets blown out by 20, 30 points, you know, like, nah. So I watched, I put the 49er game on YouTube. I was was having a better time. It's been so long since I watched that game. I was up here yelling, and it was a recorded game, and I was like, it was a real game going on, you know? It's like, you know. Hit him, Joey. And Adam. Yeah, Adam's downstairs, and I heard Jamal. (laughs) But you know what, Brady? I've got a I've got a talent that nobody knows I have. Uh, I cook oh, dinner for me and Adam. It's not dirty, night. is it? I, I'm like, <laughs> no, I mean, you give me my Foreman grill, my George Foreman grill, man, I get creative. I mean, I'm like, okay, you get busy on the grill. If you're down here. You want me to make you dinner? Let me know, Brady. If you're down here, you want me to cook something up on the Foreman grill and oh, brother, some potatoes you got and veggies. And, yeah, you love to cook so and I love to eat. It'll be amazing. Malcolm, well, did you, you ever think about having, like, ten kids and naming them all Malcolm like George Foreman did? No, but Cliff Branch, the Oakland Raider receiver, used to tell me, you know, Malcolm, someday I want to see a little Malcolm. I want to see if you get I just, you know, yeah. I'm really interested. Call him MJ. Brady, I don't watch wrestling, MJ. and I want to say this to, to my <laughs> man, my man, the Dominator, the walking Armageddon, Bobby Lashley, Bobby uh, I remember when you signed my Raider car for me, uh, you and uh, Matt Hardy and Chris he Masters. Did. He did so sign his if car. If you a championship, he'd have a car yeah. and he'd let everybody sign it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still here with me, but the stickers have faded off of it. <laughs> Malcolm, I'll never forget you saying that blue was your second favorite color after black and silver. Well, it's because I love Batman. I love Batman. I told Hulk Hogan I had this red yeah. album, oh, no. and I said if I was going to pick anybody to replace Adam mm-hmm. West as Batman. I got a Hulk Hogan thing after this. 
And, and I had hoped to sign my, it was a 1966 Batman record soundtrack album by 20th Century Fox. And Hulk says, yeah. I'd be honored, brother. And he just signs it for me, I think. And then Eric Bischoff <laughs> and Scott Hall and, and Kevin Nash signed it for me. And uh, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Hart signed it, too. And I was like, God, really He cool. had to be there. Hulk was there. Of course he was there. Well, uh, you know. I just, you know, I love all the wrestlers. And you know what, Brady? I know all these guys are wound up over the female wrestlers. What you going to do when Malkamania runs wild on you, brother? All right, I got to ring this thing. No, no, Malcolm, brother. I want to tell you real quick. Okay, I don't watch wrestling for the dating game. I watch wrestling for competition, man, and I don't even Mm -hmm. hardly Uh, watch the female matches. I watch Piper and Hogan and Flair and and Steve Mm -hmm. Austin and The Rock. And Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I got you. You know, I I can't wait for my picture with Dwayne Johnson, man. I know it's going to happen, you know. I got a picture with Steve Austin. Are you going to watch Young Rock when it comes out? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I already got it. I already got it marked. (laughs) Uh, I, I I just I can't help it. I like the way he that? presents himself. If I, if, when I when I get to meet him, I'm gonna tell Dwayne Johnson. I like when you're on that '70s show and you and Ken Shamrock had those had those afros. Rocky and Johnson never dad. had that. Rocky Johnson is dad. He never wore an afro, and he was doing an impression of his dad. And, and Rocky Johnson never wore an afro. It was like short. He was a soul man. Every, every soul man. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. I told Rocky, I told Rocky three times. I, you know, uh-huh. Brady, I liked two of my original wrestling heroes last year. My original Hulkamaniac, Pat Patterson, uh-huh. and I lost the soul man, Rocky Johnson. I told him I soul never man. got to go to a live match when I was a kid because my dad wouldn't mm-hmm. take me. But man, mm-hmm. when I got to see Rocky, I said, I want this. When they rammed your head into the steel post, and Rocky's mm-hmm. looking at the blood, and he just goes crazy. Here comes Kane. You're the man, Michael. But, you know, Brady, I'm sorry, man. Um, I just, you mm-hmm. know, the waiters, they're just not there anymore. You know, they're in Las Vegas, yeah. and I have two seats there. And mm-hmm. I bought them for right. my friends, because Tommy Dreamer wants to go to the game, Rock Van Dam, Greg Valentine. I'm done with you guys. for now. I'm Got on. Me moved on. Yeah. yeah, it's over. Yeah, you know, I just want to look at baseball, and I still moved on. <laughs> yeah, and David Arquette, you know, he's bought mm-hmm. me so much stuff. I told Dave, you know, the first four mm-hmm. games you go to, you can use the two seats for nothing. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, and you know what, Brady? Oh. I just, I'm a soldier, man. I'm not a wrestler. <laughs> I, I told mm-hmm. a lot of wrestlers this. I am. I told Sting this. I am not a wrestler. Never had any experiences. At <laughs> it. I want a shot at acting. I want to do acting when the school's open. Oh God, Brady, when the school's open, I get to do acting. I'm gonna do a radio show. I'm gonna tell the drama instructor or the teacher in the acting school. I did not know the song of this one. I can care less about that other garbage. I mean. I met so many uh, actors and actresses that got to do Shakespeare. We ought to have him like close out the show every week. Pretty All much. Right, everybody, have a good night. Have a good night. <laughs> Malcolm, you're the man, brother. Yeah, you know, I'll be back next week. Hey, Brady, I'll be back good. next week. I missed you. Same back time, same mm-hmm. back channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll see you, brother. 
Uh, you know, all seriousness, and I can't get the hook song to stop playing because it's already off the screen. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to have to endure that. Um, so WWE uh, does an amazing job with the Black Lives Matter, um, the, the Black History yeah. Month, all that, you know, honoring Martin Luther King. Going. They always do it. I know it. The pack, know going, you know where I'm going? Because <laughs> I have said this on my own, thing. and then I saw like eight <laughs> people complain about it after the fact. Um, my wife said so the they, same they do thing. A whole, Black History Month thing, and it was beautiful, and and, and then they come back, and this is on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and they come back, mm-hmm. and it's Hulk Hogan tar- talking about getting screwed out of the title 35 years ago, or whatever it was. It was, it was hilarious. My son was watching SmackDown, and my wife goes, huh, that's interesting, and I came and Hulk Hogan was talking, and I was like, what, it's Hulk Hogan? She goes, they just ran a Black History Month montage, and now Hulk Hogan's on the screen talking about Andre the Giant. She's like, are they that tone deaf? I was like, yeah, they don't, they don't understand. <laughs> That's sincere right there. The only thing that could have made it better is if in between, uh, in between the Black History Month and the Hulk Hogan lead-in, was like the last commercial. You know how usually the last commercial is related to a WWE product or event? <laughs> yeah. The only thing we could have made it better is if in between those two things was the announcement of a new Junkyard Dog DVD collection. <laughs> <laughs> Grab them cakes. And, and since we're talking about... Amazing. Movie, real quick, I've, I've been like going back... Rudy, how long is the song? I don't know. I've never played it this long. I hope it's not the rest of the show. <laughs> it was, uh, I've been going back and watching. Uh, you know what I can do? Old, hold on. I know what I can do. Sorry. Hold on one second. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I just figured out how I can get it to shut up. It became a whole different song after a while. All right. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Crows. It was a whole different song. Yeah. <laughs> I was, um, you, it's funny you brought up Hulk Hogan because I've been like going back and watching like old WrestleManias when I'm bored, and I was watching WrestleMania nine, and I had completely forgot that leading up to Yokozuna Hulk Hogan, like right before the match, I mean Yokozuna Bret, Hulk Hogan calls Bret Hart a little Hulkamaniac. I'm like, if that's not the most disrespectful thing you can say to the world champion, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I love that. Oh, that's man. funny. A little Hulkamaniac. He's a little Hulkamaniac. I was like, holy crap. Oh, jeez. Did you watch the, you did watch the Yokozuna documentary, right? I did, yeah. I loved how they totally avoided the discussion of what really happened with Hulk Hogan and the title and, like, when he beat Yoko and then he didn't want to lose it back to Brett. And, like, they had, like, a three-month argument, basically, and then he just dropped it back to Yokozuna and left. Yoko. And they just glossed over the whole thing. Like, Hulk was, like, the plan all along was for Hulk to drop the title back to Yokozuna to make him a star. <laughs> and, my, and the best oh. part was they had they had Roman Reigns, right? And Roman goes, Yoko wins the title. We're all excited. And then he goes, and then he makes this face like he's disgusted. And they just yeah. cut him off before he you can say head. anything about Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Hulk comes in all concerned for Brett And Brett just starts pointing at the ring like Go, go win my go, title go, go, I don't need help Win my title 
Uh, I'm, I'm just a little Hulkamaniac. <laughs> He's a little Hulkamaniac. <laughs> I was like, what an asshole, man. Jesus. That's Hulk Hogan, man. And he, and he, wonders why, he wonders why nobody likes him Hulk in the locker like, room. Holy yeah. smoke. Hulk is like, by my recollection, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I love it. Good, good business, brother. Yeah. Holy smoke. <laughs> Then he's posing with the belt, not even worried about his friend anymore. <laughs> the only way it would have been funnier is if he was holding Brett up and he let him go and let him fall just to run in the ring and win the belt. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be like that. <sighs> He has his face uh, black and blue. Never explained oh, why. <laughs> he just had a black eye. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly uh, because of Savage. Gen- I don't think they ever said officially what it was. Yeah. You know, people make fun of the new generation, but there was some great stuff. In there. <laughs> some funny stuff in that whole new generation was- thing they had back then. Yeah, like if they had better talent, like, I wish we could take the writers from the new generation with the talent that they have today. Because it would have been yeah. amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's, uh, they were the right idea. The most, yeah. Bob yeah, Backer has one of the most underrated hill, hill turns in, like, wrestling history. Like, that six months from oh, he missed that year, <laughs> Amazing. That chicken wing was so over. Like, we were all doing that in high school. We're attacking each other and putting each other in the chicken wing. Oh, and it hurts too, boy. It's not fun. It does. It does. I was partial to the Craig Pittman. I would do the arm bar. That's before I knew I could break someone's arm doing it. <laughs> you could, I was going to say you could ruin somebody's it, life. Even, uh, even Bret Hart put Will Sasso in the chicken wing. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh. Uh. Oh, you know what, Stro? I meant to Amazing. tell you, I was listening to I was listening to Jim Jim Cornette's show. I think it was last week, and they were talking about a rib that Stan Lane playing on played on him, and you were there, where he was asleep on the plane, and they took like a a porno mag and they put it in his lap to make it seem like he fell asleep reading the porno mag, and old <laughs> women were walking by and like staring at him, <laughs> and like judging uh, him as he was walking by. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that was funny. Oh, man. Good uh, <laughs> uh, let's go to um, let's go to Jesse. It's been a long time, Jesse. How you doing, brother? Hey, it's been a long time, guys. Uh, you know, uh, you know how the you know how this virus is going. Which virus? Which one? The coronavirus. You know how it is. Ow! Everyone... I thought you meant HIV. I heard. Yeah, I heard, um, no, well, maybe, maybe, I don't know how. <laughs> Jesse, how's HIV going? I, I, have, uh, <laughs> I, should, I should laugh at that. I'm sorry. Sorry, Magic Johnson found a cure for it, so it's okay. I know how many you want Bobby Lashley to go after the WWE Championship, but let's just say that Keith Lee screws. Um, what's that guy's name? Matt Riddle? Tracy Morgan? Oh. oh. What? 
Keith Lee. I think I think Keith Lee looks with, like Tracy Morgan. I'm gonna get you well, pregnant. That's what Tracy Morgan Let's say Keith Lee joins <laughs> up with uh, MVP <laughs> Shelton Benjamin and oh, joins the Hurt Business. Yeah, yeah. You want Keith Lee to join the Hurt Business? Okay. Yes. I mean, I, that that's the equivalent of like going public. <laughs> Come on, man. That's what are you doing? That would be interesting. You know, what? Tell me something that Keith Lee's done that's really interesting since he came up to the main roster. Well, he just he took that damn. He took that skirt off, thank God. <laughs> I like his theme music. Yeah. But something you know, different he's... would be good for him. But I don't think Edge is going after. The Universal Championship. I think he's going after the NXT Championship. You think? He sounds like Ratboy. Why would he go after the NXT title? <laughs> because like he's Boy. never he he looked right at Finn Balor and he went, "I never won that." Mm-hmm. I think he wants okay. it. What happens? Uh, we could use that argument. What happens if he decides to challenge Sasha Banks? He never won that oh, title. God. Oh, oh, God. Listen, oh, God. They say any championship of your choosing. That's well, true. That is true. That, that, and he would have no, great no, matches with right. Sasha Banks, by the way. I have no doubt it would be great. I think. It probably would be pretty great. <laughs> Whoever. Oh, I'm sorry. I was okay. going to say, who, I think whoever whoever holds the briefcase should challenge for the million dollar belt. I yes. Sasha thinks she thinks you're great. Show, show up to Ted DiBiase's <laughs> house, knocking on his door and cash in. Like, what up, million dollar man? I'm cashing in. <laughs> All you got to do is get it from Virgil. <laughs> okay, Virgil. I got. Go ahead. Say, say if the Miz wins the. No, he's not going to, but let's say if he did win the WWE Championship in the Elimination Chamber, would he still be Mm -hmm. Mr. Money Bank? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he can keep that as insurance. Yeah, he can can keep that. I love... Jesse, can I say that I love your premise? Where you call into a show and then say, hey... I know that this scenario isn't going to happen, <laughs> but positive that this will happen. Well, I mean, I think it's important to poke holes in their stories. I do. Um, I, I think Speaking they can hold on to that briefcase until June. Um, yeah, maybe a, even yeah, until, like, the summer, because he technically won it in the summer in the courtroom. Yeah. Well, you see, any championship, you know, I, right? I mean, have yeah. you ever thought about 24-7 yeah. uh, R-Truth? Oh, maybe he has to challenge the R-Truth. That would be great. R-Truth. Speaking of the the Miz and R-Truth, does anybody else think it's hilarious that Shaq has a match on AEW in a couple weeks, yet during his flag football game over Super Bowl weekend, the only wrestlers there were the Miz and Drew McIntyre? That's awesome. It's so funny. I thought that. That is funny. I, I, I think it's funny. I, I think it's funny that AEW is using, like, guys that WWE has used in the past, like Shaquille O'Neal and Snoop Dogg, who, by the way, great job in the Puppy Bowl. If you guys missed the Puppy Bowl, 
Check that out. Uh, Snoop Dogg hosted it with Martha Stewart. It was the oh, best thing oh, that Snoop Dogg has done all year, uh, and I'm not even exaggerating. Oh, I got to check that out. I love the puppy. Yeah. I love the puppy. He's great. He, Snoop Dogg was all introducing all his little dogs. It was great. <laughs> he had his own team. Um, but, you know, meanwhile, WWE is actually using so, – and, and I think the name is stupid. I think the guy is stupid, but I'm not a kid. You know, I'm not who they're yeah. trying to get to look at their product by bringing on – is it C Bunny or B Bunny? Well, B- Bad Bunny, right? Bob, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Like, uh, Bad I understand Boy, that he's stuff. the top four in merchandise for them. Bad Bunny. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. You might have enjoyed this And Roman is fifth. Raw got a really bad rating this week. I don't think I mean, they care about ratings, though. Yeah, it's not a rating. I mean, they just sold the network for a billion dollars. I don't think... I don't think this is like... Yeah, yeah. How's that going to work, you... by the way? Um, do you, do you, do you have the network? You're, you'll probably log on and, like, then watch the content for which you are. My understanding is they're going to take your WWE Network subscription and convert yeah. it to a Peacock subscription when the time comes. So you will mm-hmm. log on to the P and the cock, and uh, you will, that is how you will get on. And then... Don't put that over. Don't laugh at that. Okay. Brady, <laughs> just don't, don't... Yeah, YouTube just took us down don't. again. Don't <laughs> Sorry, did you just hear yourself that. say the word cock? No, no, don't, don't, don't. You're not like Vince McMahon. You also oh. love... Listen, so your, your Peacock oh. subscription will cover the WWE Network. So basically, you're paying the same money to get the WWE Network and all of Peacock now, or you can pay less money and get it with commercials, which WWE Network ironically has now anyway. So it really is a yeah. win-win. The only, the only, ban- the the only downside is, the only downside I can see is now Peacock can control what's on there. So if they decide, hey, you want to watch SummerSlams, now you got to pay for these, they can do yeah, that because no. they're controlling the network now. He, you know, we brought up so Vince brought up the uh, so, the fact uh, that Vince, this, you know, finally, uh, this, uh, so Vince finally hold on one second, Jesse. One second, Jesse. I just host the show. I just host the show. All I do is co-host the show. I don't. I don't even know why I try talking. Honestly, you know, I know. <laughs> Derek, I what, what did I what did I say during Malcolm's? Uh, dissertation. You know, I don't know why. Nope. I don't even know why we're why you Stro and I are here. Um, but you, you guys, you guys mentioned you know, that that Bad Bunny is apparently in the top four in in merchandise for WWE, and here th- that really irks me because here, Derek, here for years, what have we? Added? Oh yeah, we have we mm-hmm. have said, please mm-hmm. give us the primetime player shirt with the That's old um, with the old. Uh, 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 like like the old VHS font. Yep. Uh, with the di- with the diamond on the side. You remember the shirt. You remember. It. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I remember. Yes. The whole, yeah. They had the whole. We, we've been shirt, saying yeah. for years. Please give us that shirt. That shirt we is our work. Get it. Yeah. But we can. But we can get a bad bunny shirt. I mean, that just irks me. Yeah, it I understand that. We can't do that. It makes you. It makes me mad that I can't get that. It makes me mad that I do not have. The world cries out for a definitive mm-hmm. DVD collection on both Bob Backlund yep. and the Iron Sheik. 
And I get nothing. <laughs> I just want just a bad bunny shirt. I'm just being God. God, just, 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 every, God, uh, just so dumb. Doesn't it sound, dumb. doesn't it sound, you, Jesse, please. doesn't it sound like remotely like sexual? Like bad bunny, like, ooh, you've been a bad bunny. Like that. You know don't what I mean? Don't, oh, my don't, God. Don't you. No. Don't feed into like, that, ooh, Jesse. No, it's more ooh. sexual. Ooh, bad bunny. Jesse, don't do it. <laughs> don't you do it. Hiding oh, your eggs Jesus. all over. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go ahead, Jesse. I'm done. Oh, did you see? I shouldn't bring this. I shouldn't bring you this joke this, up. Jesse. But did you see when Charlie Caruso... <laughs> was doing the Raw Talk, right? And they had Damian yeah. Peace on there. And Arch- Arch- yeah, was like- I, I made a reference to <laughs> yeah. it earlier. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it bad that when when I saw that, I'm like, Brady's going to bring that up on the show. This is right up his damn alley. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I did was go to Urban Dictionary, and the second thing I did was bring it up on the show. <laughs> Makes me wonder what a DDP would be. Oh, my God. Well, I guess <laughs> I'm not going to. I love Damian DDP, Priest by the way. That, that was really... What's that? Hmm? So, Kane thinks Damian Priest is actually a big, big star in the WWE. Uh, he should be. Yeah. I mean, I hope he's, so. everything, he's everything they want. They wanted Baron Corbin to be, except he can actually wrestle. And, you know, so... You know, Dick Baron Corbin. He's got a personality too, which I love. Yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I, yeah. I never realized, I, you know, because like when I used to do the independence with him, he was more of like the quiet, brooding monster type that you were afraid of. Like even in the locker room, you know, unless you were like very close to him, you only got so close. And like I was lucky enough to get to talk to him and stuff, but he was just always like such a strong and silent type. It wasn't until he got on NXT that I really started to see some of that personality. Yeah. He that. looks like that guy from uh, Manili Vanilli. I'm sorry? <laughs> A little Could bit. Could you say that one more time? Could you say that one more again? Manili Vanilli. He looks like Glenda Sigerson. Manili. Get it up. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. You catch him on the peacock. <laughs> oh God! That sounds like a stupid <laughs> name for a television company. Peacock. What Peacock? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a NBC's mascot or something. Yeah. It sounds so yeah. bad. You, you know what's gonna... funny, Jesse? It's funny. <clears throat> uh, when I was a little, when I was a kid, uh, my parents took me to the zoo, uh, the Philadelphia Zoo, mm-hmm. and so they had like peacocks kind of running around the whole zoo, you know, like just kind of mm-hmm. like loose, like not in pens, you know? So like I, I'm, I'm walking by this little kid. He, he couldn't have been more mm-hmm. than about two or three. And he points at the peacock. The, I'm sorry, the pea hen. He points at the pea hen and he says, look, mom, a peacock. And, and I'm, I'm not kidding, Jesse. This kid is like two or three years old. And the mom says, no, son, mm-hmm. that's a pea hen, not a peacock. The kid is two years old. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? If the kid wants to say peacock, who cares what he calls it? No, it's important for kids to learn. I'm sorry that you want everyone to grow up in ignorance, Brady, but some of us would like people to know the difference between men and women. 
and she talks in peanuts. Well, listen, you know, it's like, funny. I grew up in a house where my mom made up words for things. And sometimes really? I got very old before I learned what the right words were. Like, oh, that's not it. Like, <laughs> that's not right. Like, 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 like the, you know, like this little, like, you know, like you lift a rock up and like in the soil, there's all these like, little kind of wormy things. They're like, they're like, like, like centipedes almost, you know, but they're, they have like the hard yeah. shell, like a beetle, you know, they were okay. nub grubs growing up. They were called nub, nub grubs. I, I thought until I was 30 years old that a nub grub was a real animal. God damn it, Brady. No idea. You know, it's funny you guys no, are talking I, about... I, I don't believe that story. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, when you Kelly calls I... in next week, maybe, we'll uh, we'll get her to... Uh... <laughs> well, uh, I might not be able to call in next week, but next week uh, on Wednesday is my birthday. Oh, happy happy early birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, brother. How old are you going to be? I'm going to be 36 years old. Oh, oh, brother. After 35 is when it all goes downhill, you know. <laughs> so can you get Thanks, the corona Brady. over the microphone? I haven't been sexy since I was 35. Sorry. I hope not. We all have it. Brady, uh, don't take this the wrong way, but uh, you, never stop, you never stop being that. Never. Thank hmm. you, brother. I won't take that the wrong way. All right. All right, you guys have. Thank you for taking. You gave me the warm feel, guys. You guys I love have a great stuff. night now. All right, you love too. you guys. Right. You too. Right. Bye. Take care, Jesse. You love too, man. Talk to you soon, I hope. Oh yeah. Yes, we I missed you. Miss you too. Bye. Be safe. Bye. You know, you know it's funny. How, how, how refreshing is that? How refreshing is that that the caller wants to go before right? <laughs> before I hang up on him. <laughs> Sorry, Speaking good. of refreshing. <laughs> Speaking of refreshing, Derek. Yeah, yeah. I can think of a couple things that would be refreshing. Number one, uh, how about a Big E Langston title push? Oh, Who's Big E Langston? I mean, shut up, Brady. Big you know who he is. And, and, and that, you know to me, that uh, would be refreshing. He's, he's. By the way, I do apologize like, for the DDP comment. That was ill time. No, you don't. It's, it's too late. It's too I late do. now. I but, apologize. Uh, it, Go ahead. Right, it is would be great. It's, it's, and it's different. And I remember people would always say, he needs to turn heel on New Day and be a monster heel. And it's like, no, just let him be himself, and he'll be okay. And he's he's one of the, he's one of those things on SmackDown that he's entertaining to watch, no matter what they give him. Are, are his promos written to sound like Martin Luther King? Like, is that how he decided to – has he I been thought, doing that I, forever? I think his parents were I like I just kind of noticed it. Yeah. yeah. He said his dad was a preacher, so I think he kind of does it as, a, as an homage to his dad. But <laughs> okay. Um, he's, okay. he's okay. funny. When he was sitting there with, like, he had the Ghostbuster Christmas sweater on, sitting in his, in his, on his couch <laughs> watching Sammy. And him and Sammy Zayn are, like, perfect together. That, that's a match yeah. made in heaven, him and Sammy Zayn. Yeah, that's that's a really good – and especially because they seem to be transitioning Sami Zayn into, into almost more of a managerial role. And yeah. like that, that really is, that is like a perfect, that's a perfect big guy, little guy combination. Um, but Derek, I can think of something else that would be refreshing. Mm-hmm. In addition, in addition, obvious, I mean, obviously a biggie title push would be refreshing, um, mm-hmm. but you know what else would be refreshing? A cold glass of free milk. From Seven Eleven. 
<laughs> Bradley, what's going on, you. brother? Oh. <laughs> All right, before I get into anything, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, he's happy got, birthday he's got three to words you before you start speaking. Sorry. I'm going. To, I'm going to say happy birthday to you because it is on Sunday. Happy birthday! Yes, yes. it is. And plus, and plus, next week, right here, because next week, right here, on the VOC Nation, in the room, (laughs) we'll be celebrating the Mardi Gras birthday party with Brady Hicks. Oh, look at that. He's throwing your party, Brady. Look at that. Wait, what are we doing? Why are we doing Mardi Mardi Gras? A Mardi Gras. Oh. Birthday Mardi Gras in February. I was thinking of Cinco. How about the Sorry. Cinco? It is. No, no. Cinco. It's Fat Tuesday. It's going to be Fat Tuesday. It's yeah. going to be Fat Tuesday. And all the fat people are going to be calling in and wish you a happy birthday. Right, right. Wrestling fans, I got right. you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we got to celebrate your birthday, mm-hmm. you know. This is the way to do yeah. it. Get your bottles mm-hmm. out. Get your streamers out. It's Mardi Gras birthday mm-hmm. party mm-hmm. coming to you hey. on the VOC Nation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now that you did that before you started, what do you got? <laughs> I got me a big bottle of blackberry brandy. Ooh, okay. cooking, who's cooking bacon at a The devil party? drink. That's the devil drink, man. You smelling bacon? But, um, somebody was making bacon in my house. <laughs> and another thing is, yeah. I want some bacon. Uh, bacon, yeah. Bacon, man. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat whatever bacon. Tuesday, I'll be celebrating. Turkey I'll be celebrating. I'll be mm-hmm. celebrating for the rest of my life. My new teeth. Woo! I'll oh. be getting them this Friday. Yeah. Good. Now, are these dentures or are these implants? Do you think you uh, can get bacon at Seven Eleven? Okay. Uh, right now, the 7-Eleven You got to put dentures in milk every night to clean them, don't you? Yes. No. Built up calcium. <laughs> I want, I want the actual race question from last Probably week don't about do the 7-Eleven closes at 11. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, it 7 and closes at 11. No, ah. they close at eleven. They close at eleven because of city. Because it's a bad area. It's a. It, it's a. It's a. It, 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 makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Only the one just, in the city. When they stay open later, they lose closed. a lot of milk and money. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> my my seven eleven's oh, open twenty four hours. Mine too. Yeah, because we're in, in the city, and, the and they close everything down. In and the sometimes city. their pizza and hot dogs are in there for longer than twenty four hours. Uh, oh, can you imagine? I want to leave her for dinner. No, no, no. They, 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 they give them away for free. Uh, well, milk. A couple of customers got to walk in there and get, get it for free. Uh, now, milk? do you wait until okay. it's free and then go in? Sometimes. Oh, I sound like a young Derek. I used to do that as a kid. All right, so, so hang on, hang on. Go, go, go ahead, Derek. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, go no, ahead. No, I was about to say, I, young Derek would do something like that. Like Let's not go eat it till 10 o'clock. That's when they give it out for free. All right, everybody? <laughs> I got to tell you, old Derek might do that. 
You know, just because old Derek's <laughs> looking at his bank account. Old Derek's saying, "Listen, I don't have, I don't have money for Seven Eleven hot dogs." Oh, you're not lying. The older <laughs> you I get, that, you got to get it for free. The older yeah, I get, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. We yeah. have like a ice cream truck called like Mr. Softy, who's like the he's like the the name brand truck. I've been eating it since I was little. Oh, we have there's him too. Yeah. Here. There's, yeah. a, there's a knockoff mm-hmm. Mr. Softy where somebody brought the Mr. Softy truck and instead of blue and white, they painted it pink and white. So, like, if my son and okay. his friends or my niece are over here, and they're like, Mr. Softy, Dad, you know, give us some money. I'll ignore them. But when the pink and white truck comes around and has a dollar cone, I'll, I'll hear that one, and I'll give them each a dollar to get the cheap ice cream. <laughs> so I'm very aware of, of watching my pockets because I'm getting very stingy with my money as I get older. You know, I, oh, for I, sure. Like, it, it hits you. I, um, mm-hmm. I, I went to college in a bad neighborhood. So when the ice cream truck came around at 2 o'clock in the morning, we knew not to go buy ice cream from them. So I'm just kind of conditioned at this point that I don't buy my ice cream from a truck. Um, pretty much for that reason. What the hell? Hang on. What the hell ice cream truck comes around at 2 in the morning? The kind that don't sell ice cream. Derek, I got another question though. Because <laughs> something about Rambo's calls bothering me. Uh-huh. So he gets from the seven eleven that apparently is mm-hmm. not open twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. He gets free milk, free hot dogs, mm-hmm. free pizza. Yeah. How does this place make money? I was about to say, what are they like? Is the Slurpee deals like out of this world? What are they? What are they making? Do they, wait, Rapoli. When you say like they give it away at the end of the night, do they put it in the dumpster and then you get it from there and that's where it's free? No, 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 no. Uh, I got I got a friend that I got a friend that works there and uh, he okay. he he uh, nice me. So I got some some hot dogs over here. You want them? If not, he's going to get oh, that's give nice. them to somebody else. Because he's going to throw you know. them out either way. Do they give them right, to homeless right. people, too? Huh? That's what, that's what they should be giving well, Rap, to Rap Boy lives under a roof. <laughs> yeah, right? You have a place to stay. <laughs> With food in it. They just pass it out, you know? Because, because uh, yeah. just the sandwiches that they, uh, they get inside there, you know, mm-hmm. somebody makes them, and the, the spider dates on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's due and, and, and so the date is wrong date. on it. Expired mm-hmm. date, right? It, well, okay. yeah. They say you want this, you know, take it because it's oh, it already so expired. Like, do they do they have to know you, or do you just go in? Like, could I go in there at ten of eleven and get free food? You could do that. They, they really? just give it to anybody. Really? I smell a video short. <laughs> 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 I think we can give it back to anybody that wants it. And we send him in to do this. It's a helmet camera. Instead of the Blair Witch Project, it'll be the Free Milk Project. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Got any of that free milk around? And, and sometimes, sometimes it's there's me a, a guy that stands here. <laughs> uh, here's the hot dog. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes there's a guy that stands there oh, half in the night opening, opening up the door for all the customers. Yeah, and he, he, he would get it a little bit, Even though too. they close at 11. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like the worst job ever. 
wait a minute, Rapway. I think, hold on, because there's somebody similar like this at a 7-Eleven not too far from my house. Is it like a homeless guy, and when he sees you walking, and he opens the door and goes, hey, how you doing? And then when you walk out, he opens it up for you and asks you for oh, a quarter. Is it like, I hate that. Yep. <laughs> That's worse than yep. the Santa ringing the bell at Christmas. They just like look at you and then like, you're so bad. Let me tell you a little story. Let me tell you a little story. Did you just compare the Salvation Army bell ringer to a homeless person? <laughs> well, they're both holding the door and like giving me guilty looks because I'm not giving them stuff. And then I feel and bad. They're, 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 they're panhandlers. Okay? But I feel bad. And then they say Merry Christmas and it makes you feel all bad deep down you know, inside. I, I like, had, oh, God damn it. I had an experience. Is the Salvation Army. I had an experience with a homeless guy. I went into Seven Eleven or Wawa, which is like Seven Eleven around here, and um, I uh, people would kill me for saying that because Wawa is supposed to be so much better. But to me, they're basically. I was the about same. to say, yeah, yeah, uh, so, that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. So like, so, so, so there's an old guy, uh, you know, homeless guy, sitting outside of Wawa, and I, 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 you know, he says, "Hook me up." I say, all right, let me see what I can do. I go in, and I buy him, mm-hmm. Derek. I buy him mm-hmm. two packs of pretzels. So I got him, like, four soft pretzels. I thought, mm-hmm. very filling, very nice gesture, yeah, and not, I bring them out. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, a hoagie would have be been better, <laughs> don't you think? Oh, 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 no. So, like, all no, that shit is like, I like that... pretzels, and I'm going to walk <laughs> off eating all four of them. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sit down next to you and eat them now. Uh, no, I was like, <laughs> I was just oh, like, man. so now, I, now I'm like gun shy. I don't want to give people stuff because they complain when I do. Right. I know it's just one person, I... but I was like, that stinks. One of the things. Oh, can I, I tell you a little story? Uh, can I tell you a little story? Hold on, Ray's talking. Net, after Ray. Okay. You're number two in the belly. I like, I like um I like when when I get asked uh now I am a sucker for people with like kids or animals. Those I'll ask, those oh, I actually will help. Yeah, me too. But like if it's just some dude out there by himself and it's you know, spare a dollar, I like to say, Yeah, I can and then keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. I am capable of doing that. Have a good day. It's so weird because there's a guy outside of 7-Eleven, and he's always bothering me for a dollar. And sometimes I don't have any cash on me, so I use my card. So one time me and my wife yeah. walk in, and I, I had money in my pocket, but I didn't feel like giving it to this guy because he was bugging me. So we walk out, and he goes, excuse me, sir, you happen to have a dollar? So I look at her, and I go, Nah, man, I use my card. I'm sorry. And I'm getting ready to walk away. My wife goes, Derek, give the man a dollar. And I'm like, woman, are you? God damn it. And I had to reach in <laughs> my wallet and give this man a dollar. What is wrong with you? That's thing. Uh, what, what were you saying, Rat Boy? Okay, what happened was, I think about 10, year, 10 years ago. All right, this is how it started. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago, there was an old man that used to uh, collect a dollar. In a can, in coffee cans. Okay. okay. His name was Rat Boy. One day, and uh, what happened was that one day he passed he away. Can. Okay. His That's wife. Funny. Wait, okay. did he get a his second can was... and then they started calling him Two Can Sam? No, oh. his wife. Oh my. His wife. Okay, oh we didn't know that he was married. 
Okay. You didn't know oh, that. Wow. You didn't know that he was married. Okay. His wife okay. was homeless. And he too. drove a sports car. When they when they when they found his body. Oh no. He oh, had boy. over a hundred cans filled with one dollar bills. Really? Yeah. So he had mental illness. Yeah. Oh no, but one dollar bills and he got uh, one hundred cans that he had. Coffee cans, Maxwell House cans. Oh my damn! Maxwell House. That guy was rich. And oh, that right. guy, yeah, that that guy didn't know he was rich. Now, 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 his wife is. Oh, is I don't think that, he knew that, his name, That's the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to his wife, but uh, another thing that got, when you mentioned when you mentioned about the dogs, you know, my mom. Okay, my mom. Don't say your mom was a dog. That's not nice. <laughs> my, no, my mom always gives a dollar to the people I love your mom, but that, had, yeah. that don't have one leg and they're, they're limping mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Or may, may, maybe you are. Because my mom can see it, you know? With the, with the um, steel leg, you know, my mom gives them a dollar. One day, one day, there's a uh, guy, okay, <laughs> that's like the railroad track. You got lying. I'm sorry. This guy, okay? <laughs> this this old man, my mom liked him so much. So my mom gives him a dollar, right? And he kisses the yeah, car and said, like, God bless you. God bless you. He would kiss your car. Say, God bless mm-hmm. you. And my mom would give him a dollar. Mm-hmm. Couple, couple, couple weeks ago, okay, I found out where he was because we hadn't seen him. What happened was that my buddy. That lives down the street from me. Mm-hmm. All right, Peto. He just got writing a book about uh, dirt, dirty money duffel bag. He just wrote a book, <clears throat> and it's published okay. now. You said about this guy. Okay. That's what's And this guy, what what happened was that Peto helped him to find his family. Peto. That's an awesome name. That, yeah, helped him Peco? find his family. Mm-hmm. Peto. Wow. He, he, helped his, he helped him. He helped him to find his family. Oh. Plus, this guy's living real good down in Florida now. Oh, that's, okay. good. that's a nice story. Mm. Um, you know, that's what nice. is his name? Dustin? I tell you what, this guy Peso, is a real good guy. Dustin. You know, he helps anybody out, okay. even the homeless. Uh, unrelated. Unrelated. You know, Rapoy's talking about amputees and stuff. Derek, uh, Jason Pierre Paul, when did he stop using like a giant like bowling ball on his hand? Like he used to have that big ball thing over yeah, his hand. And I, I haven't seen him in I a guess, while. I, me either. I guess he got comfortable uh, playing without it. Um, which is a, a, like it's, I don't want to say it's a, a modern miracle, but it's it's crazy that he can play with only. What does he have? Six fingers and combined, or something like that? It's is that amazing. really what it is? <laughs> is that real? I thought he was wearing normal gloves. I assume that like he had them stuffed. I, I assume he's not allowed to use like prosthetic hands or anything. Prosthetic prosthetic fingers. But he used to have like the like you said. He used to have like the big ball thing on his on his hand. Yeah, so when yeah. I saw him without it on, when he on the game, the I was like, wait a minute. I said he should get a hook. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. Jesus. But he had like, it looked like it looked like a giant like bowling ball on his hand. Yeah, like it, it looked huge. like, it like if it were a cartoon, he would use that to like club people over the head and then take the ball. 
Yeah, it was a weapon. I remember thinking, how do they allow him to play with that? <laughs> it was a weapon. Yeah. I guess it was just like bandaged in such a way, but he couldn't grip anything, you know? No, no. He and just I, hit you in the yeah, head. Yeah, I guess he got used to it, though. Like you said, I just thought that was weird because I haven't seen him in a long time. Me either. Well, I'll tell you what was weird. Being a multi-million dollar absolute top of the game, probably shooing for the Hall of Fame defensive lineman in the National Football League and deciding that you needed to play with fireworks yourself. I know. Yeah, that was – Yeah. And, and not having – and for being such a great athlete, not having a sense of mind to, you know, like throw it. Kind of like you know, <laughs> get rid of it. I shouldn't laugh. That's funny. They they set fire. They set fireworks off in this neighborhood like all the time, and I've really been tempted at times to tell them. I hope they end up like Jason Pierre Paul. It really took no. a lot not to. Like on Facebook, I mean, Crazy. never to their face. I would never say it to their face, obviously. But like, you know, keyboard warrior, I would do that. I'm never going to get some Roman candles and just return the fire. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Brady. I'll never forget when he, he blew his he blew his fingers off. My grandfather was like drunk. We like hanging out one Saturday night, he was drunk, and he went on like this New York Giants rant. And I remember he was like, "My goddamn edge rusher blows his goddamn hands off playing with fireworks <laughs> like he's Joe Dirt." And I'm almost like, "Grandpa, can't do anything." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, oh man! All right, I don't know. I think, take care, brother. All right, I got two. I got two more things I got to say. Uh, all right. Uh, 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 one. Okay. The first thing: Did you guys one. like to flag football on Sunday? Um, it was cool. That Doug Flutie's up to no good though. I'll tell you that damn much. I tell you what, there was too many there was too many flags <laughs> flown in that, that game. <laughs> There's too many flags <laughs> flown in that game. What in the Super Bowl? I know. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the actual yeah, flag the... football game. No. The Super Bowl. With the, with the, the Super Bowl flag game. It was a lot. And I never complained well, about refs, but it, it was a lot. But Tom Brady was playing. What do you expect? Second thing is that write this down. I'm gonna predict a match for WrestleMania. It's gonna be okay. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny versus versus The Miz. Well, actually, it's gonna be Bad Bunny and Priest versus The Miz and Morris. And I think that's what's. Going to be. Yeah, that's probably what it'll be. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's maybe too okay. because. Hey, I, I like the guy, man. I, I like Julius Priest, man. He, he's cool as hell, man. I love the guy. What did you just call him? You just called him Judas Priest? Baby, I'm Judas, and I'm your priest. Wow. All right, brother. I love you, man. Judas Take care. Priest. 
All right, and go get your free pizza. Stay, hey, stay safe and happy birthday on Sunday. And we got to we, we gotta get, get, get something going here between me and, and uh, another, you know? Mm. All right, brother. We'll, we'll, oh. we'll set that up. Uh, right? uh, you you go enjoy your uh, teeth. And don't play plus I got a free room. Plus, I got a free room like the Resorts International. I, I'll oh. tell it. All right, brother. Oh, yeah. that's, that's All right. that, And that'll win the heart of any woman. <laughs> I'll be like, he has Pretty a free room. Very, Resorts International. And he has teeth now. Yeah, there you go. I don't know how that. Yeah, um, tremendous, tremendous. You know, the, J- the Jason Pierre Paul injury is the second best fireworks injury of all time. Okay. You, know, you get to know the best one, right? Which one's that? I have no idea. Okay, so I'm gonna pull this up so that I oh. can. So that I can do it. the the best fireworks injury. It it, it resulted in a um. One small death. Just, 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 just In my experience, there's never a small death. Just a wood. Unless it's like a baby. No, that's a, that's a big Jesus. death. Yes. I'm sorry. What is wrong with you? Goodness gracious. They're all bad deaths. I, I, I just meant because it's like physically small. You're just... I can't believe that Stro and Derek and I allow you to continue to do. <laughs> I, I thought going. Stro was going to wring my neck after the DDP joke. I really did. Okay. I feel bad about that. I feel bad about so here that. I apologize right away about that one. I had, to, I had to go back to 2015. I am sorry. But this was the greatest injury ever. Main not- man dies. After launching in fireworks from his head, a 22-year-old man celebrating the 4th of July was killed instantly over the weekend. The authorities said he tried to launch fireworks from atop his head. Wow. Evan Staples had been drinking, and we all, with family and Mm -hmm. friends Saturday night in Calais, Maine. A small town near the Canadian border, with a long way from reloadable fireworks mortar tube on his head. Wow! Light it. Wow. Quote: His friends thought they dissuaded him from doing it, and the next thing they knew, he ignited the fireworks and he was killed instantly. Wow! That's scary. I should. I should. People are so stupid. That's that's right. But you, but you got to figure he have, Here's the kicker. Okay. Oh, good. There's a kicker. Here's the kicker at the end. But wait, there's this more. Quote, this is a quote from Devin's brother. Okay. Quote, it was a freak accident. Devin was not the kind of person who would do something stupid. See, here's the thing. Well, sir. Well, sir. He did. I'm pretty sure that he was because he, he wanted to fireworks. Uh, I thought he was going to say he took too long to launch it after he said it. <laughs> now, did this guy does it say anything? Does this guy have like a candle holder in his head, like from like Ameri- like the like the character from like American Horror Story Freak Show? 
Because if he actually has like a little like bowl on his head that's capable of holding it, I would assume that it would have worked out a little better. That's right now, Stroh's busy figuring out what else he can do on a Tuesday night so that he doesn't have to be associated with us. Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, I'm a respected uh, grappler. Here I am listening to this garbage. Respected grappler. Uh, I give you respect. Oh, no, she left. Oh, I was saving Tora and she left. <laughs> that was my transition. Respected grappler. Hey, Tora. How's it going? I've often oh, thought of Tora as a respected off. grappler. Sorry, I missed you, honey, doll, babe. All right. <laughs> honey, doll, babe. <laughs> All right. Well, that was good, though. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, <laughs> I'm not sure how you rebound from that. I I, I feel like uh, I feel like I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess we could put a bow on it. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, did you want to go around, kind of? Yeah. Ray, did you have anything you wanted to plug this week? You know, I I, I had a thing that I was confused about, and now I don't. Remember what it was. So okay. I guess. So I guess no. Okay. Um, I'll hope you think about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, Derek, do you have anything? Yeah, Derek, anything what do you got? Um, no, real quick. Uh, we're talking about peacocks. Uh, so me and my wife are on vacation, uh, and we're walking around the resort to go get dinner, and she has a like the secret dress, and they have peacocks walking around the resort freely. Uh, <laughs> This peacock sees my wife in her secret dress, and he assumes that she's another peacock who's coming after him. And he proceeds to show his feathers and chase my wife, and any day she's afraid of peacock. So I thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were talking about peacock. Yeah. I would imagine I would have made a great peacock. <laughs> yeah. With my colorful plumage. Well, you do. Brady, you have the best plumage. Nobody has better plumage than you. I don't know about that. Thank you. Uh, Stro, what do you got going on, man? Uh, Thursday night, WWE Retro, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, talking wrestlers that should have been world champions. Yes. Um, And it's Friday night, midnight Eastern Standard Time, the Stro Zone. Uh, I'm at Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. Friday Night's feature will be The Thing from Another World in the 50s, so please do. Very cool. Uh, thank you, everybody, for checking out In the Room tonight. Uh, be sure to check out all the other great shows on VOCNation.com, including tomorrow's edition of Shelly Live, Shelly Martinez returning to the airwaves, and that's at 6 Eastern. Full schedule available on VOCNation.com. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to the best casting crew I could ever ask for, including... Kathy, Stro, Derek, Ray, Matt, uh, everybody, the finger, excuse me, all the callers. It's uh, it's been real. Thank you guys so much. I'll be back ECWA uh, in April. Check out ECWAWrestling.com for uh, tickets and information for Night of Unusual Matches. I don't have the date in front of me, uh, but everybody, take care. Be good to each other. Love you all very much. Have a great week. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye bye.